I, I got this painting for my work. Um, it was like put up in auction and like it was like won by somebody, but they never came to get it. It was a clown painting and I was like, I would like this clown painting if no one comes to get it anyway. Like a month goes by or so. And then I get an email from my job being like, clown painting's all yours. And I'm like, oh. hell yeah. Anyway, I like. Celebratory clown dude, horn honk. I started looking at the painting more and more and I noticed like the hair, the bone structure, the fact that the painting was painted in 1986, I was like, this fucking, this is Ted Danson as a clown. Because 1986 is some peak Ted Danson years. Yeah, sure. Like, those are, like, the pivotal dancing years, if I've ever seen that. And it was, like, the like the little mullety, like, yeah. feathered hair. Oh, yeah. That fucking square face, kind of, yeah. like, a little, slightly Neanderthal a little bit. This is my favorite fucking possession, like, <laughs> is my Ted Danson clown painting. In the fire, that's what you're saving. Uh, oh, my God, yeah, I run out of It's the you house. in a bathrobe it's clutching like, Ted Danson the clown. It's me, Ted Danson clown, and my roommate's dog. Dog, and they're like, "What? How did you even get into our room to save our dog?" Like, like I only took the important things. I've been trying to like get that like um, painting to like be um, what, what's the word when things viral? I've been trying to get it to go viral, and it hasn't worked so far because I haven't put like that much effort into it. Well, you need to put more effort into so it. If you self admit to not having put much effort into it, that means it's very little effort. I put on Twitter. So here's me right. talking about it. Was on... it side by side dancing and, and the clown? Is that no? I just feel like people will know that it's to dancing, but like, <laughs> like there's no mistaking it. And like, so here's me talking about it on a podcast to put it out there that I have a painting of Ted dancing as a clown from right, 1980s. So I, what you're telling me is. I, Hunter, have to do a side-by-side of this thing and Ted Danson. Yes. Okay, I got it. I will try to help I will help you get this viral. Hunter, yeah. note to self, hashtag viral. Um, hi, Ted Danson. <laughs> Hello, Ted. If you'd like to come on the podcast, you can pick the movie. It doesn't have to be one of yours. It can be, but if you'd rather not, that's also fine. That would be fun to watch Three Men and a Baby with Ted Danson. It's super wood. Oh, my God. It's super oh, my God. Wood. Dude. We're putting it out there now. Ted Danson. <laughs> Big fans. I don't know. Does anybody have a bit? Anybody? I was going to ask you how much of LL Cool J's rap do you know? There was a time. When this was on TRL, I could have done the whole song. Remember TRL? I remember TRL. I think I mean, Carson Daly Daily. <laughs> I mean, vaguely, but I didn't have uh, cable, so I didn't see a lot of shit. Uh, my favorite Carson Daly anecdote is... Um, <laughs> it's when, um, when the Late Show came up. Uh, and, they, you know, like, there was all the shuffling and everything. Like, you could tell Carson Daly really was like, I'm definitely going to get The Late Show. Because <laughs> he's like, I've been putting in my time doing the Carson Daly late, 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 late show. <laughs> like, it was on after Letterman, after whoever had, you know, the Craig Kilborn, you know, hour. It was after that. It was, like, Up All Night or something with Carson Daly, it was called, or whatever. Yeah. It was, like, super late at night. And, like, he was fine. He's good at interviews. Like, he, you know, TRL for, like, a decade and a half or whatever. He was letting, like, film students shoot it. So there was always, like, him interviewing some cool, like, L.A. person. And there was, like, grainy, handheld, black and white camera that, like, never stayed still. <laughs> they would cut to for, like, B-roll. And it was, like, it was good. It was just, like, he was, like, yeah, yeah, cool, 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 guys. Everybody's cool. It's cool. I still paint some of my nails some of the time. <laughs> and it's, like, yeah. And you could tell he was, like, all right, all right. And then... They were like, we're giving it to Jimmy Fallon. And you could see the week after that news came out, Carson Daly, the whole week, I was like, he's going to kill himself on the air. (laughs) I was like, he is so sad. Like, every interview, he's like, so I interviewed Mr. Brainwash, and um, 
We'll just go to that. Throw. Go to that footage now. And I was like, oh my god, he's so sad. God. It was like riveting television. I was like, he's just gonna walk off set one night. He's gonna be talking to Derek Wibley from Sum Forty One and be like, you know, I don't care. I have to go. <laughs> At the end of the day, um, Carson was was no Jesse Camp. <sighs> Jesse Camp. P.S. Jesse Camp is going to be in the new season of Kirby Enthusiasm. <laughs> so what? It's I don't know, but it's the combination we've all been waiting for. <laughs> of Larry I David mean, good for and him. Jesse Camp. Good yeah. for him, but that is mind-blowing behavior. Do you know Jesse Camp, Allison? I do not know Jesse Camp. I also do not like uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm because it is too awkward and makes me very uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> you, can only, you can only watch a certain... Or I can, personally. I don't know about other people. I like I watch a certain amount of episodes. Oh, it's a gauntlet of, of just, like, stomach-churning yeah. anxiety. Oh, God. <laughs> I just can only watch to a certain extent, and then I have to, like, step away from Larry for a while. Yeah. Um, And then if you've ever seen... you ever see that video of him where it's not him in Curb or doing uh, putting on a bit it's literally him stuck in a parking garage trying to figure out how to pay the parking garage attendant no. he's like i put the money in. i don't know what happened i don't know what... and then somebody filmed him thing. like somebody in their car filmed him and they're like it's fucking larry david and he's just like i put the money and he like looks back at the rest of the cars he's like i don't know what's happening i put the money it's like See, you said he's not doing a bit and it's not for curb but it's like yet it is like that's just his life oh god See, and that's the thing. It's like I've hung out with people that are that neurotic before, and it's a lot to handle. I remember growing up and having, like, a huge crush on Jesse Camp, though. Jesse Camp. To describe Jesse Camp. Yeah, describe. He is mostly denim. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of hair. Very tussled. Very stringy. All over the place. Okay. He was, I don't know, eight feet tall? He was a, a very tall, spindly nightmare man. <laughs> hey, talk like this. Hey, how's it going? It's me, Jesse. It's and he was, Jesse Camp. It's hey, Jesse like Hey, how's it going? I'm, yeah. I'm VH, VJ, VH1 on MTV. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? My favorite thing, they had outtakes one the year that he was an MTV VJ. Um, they had outtakes during like the New Year's block of like, you know, just like, oh, here's some fun outtakes from, from shows you've never seen. And one of them was him trying to hop a turnstile and he physically couldn't do it because his legs are too long. <laughs> so he just kept getting stuck and then being like, I, I don't know, what do I do? <laughs> like, uh, it was amazing. Wouldn't that make it Easier. No, just get you a... would think, but he's like a really high gazelle yeah, wrapped say, in just, a Canadian just, tuxedo. Just get a just get a running. St- oh, it's the denim's restricting. The denim, yeah, if he was nude, he would have left yeah. gracefully yeah. over the turnstile. Like you're doing hurdles. <laughs> I was just saying, uh, if any of the like streaming services, or if well, or if MTV started a streaming service where you could watch all their shit, that'd be great. I would definitely binge watch all of Real World, Road Rules, all the challenge. Uh... All of Real World New Orleans is on YouTube. Well, yeah. I mean, you can find it. You can find a lot of it. But it's like, I, I really like MTV Sports. Dan Cortez. Oh, shit. Yo, MTV Raps. Yo, yo. I would watch so much TRL. If they just showed, if they just had every episode of TRL, the way the WWE Network has like all the old Raws where you could just go by date. Speaking of Carson Daly, too, one of my favorite things is that Carson... Carson Daly would Case do. Case and Durley. Case and Durley would do. Case and Durley is your legally not, like, legal, <laughs> legally distinguishable Carson Daly so, caricature. So, Case and Durley. Hey, everybody, I'm Case and Durley. <laughs> Yo, he would always, like, adapt the personality of whoever was on his show. <laughs> like, so if Marilyn Manson was on his show, he was always, like, flashing up devil horns and be like, fucking Eminem came in on there. He's like, yeah, 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 man. Like, I was just like, I was like, all right, Carson Daly, like... But but who is Carson Daly? Yeah. <laughs> um.
yeah. not hip. I've never once been with it <laughs> in my whole life. But hey, I waited until my twenties to do psychedelics, and um, yeah, me too. Because the melt was my place to start doing a bunch of psychedelics. And now I'm like the goddamn mushroom queen of Philadelphia. Um, I never said that, but anyway. Yeah, do you want me to leave that in the podcast, or do you uh, want me to take it out? I am a mushroom taker in Philadelphia. Okay. <laughs> well, it's fine. We'll put it's it totally in the uh, in the show notes. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, but you know. Aaliyah, mushroom queen of Philadelphia, yeah. talks with us about deep blue sea. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can talk about deep blue sea, and I can talk about mushrooms a lot. God, I've had some weekends, but anyway. <laughs> But not as bad of a weekend as, can we just say, the people in Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about Segway. not, not uh, an MTV film, <laughs> not a drugs movie. Which you'd yeah. be surprised is not an MTV film, considering the real star of it is LL Cool J and, and God, can we say? Yeah, uh, LL Cool J and his relationship to God. I, I definitely feel like you can make a strong argument for that, yeah. Hello, excellent humans. Welcome to another installment of Hate Watch, Great Watch, your watching movies with friends podcast. I'm Hunter Bush. I'm Allison Nicholas. And our guest today, Aaliyah Amalani. Uh, and we're here to talk about Deep Blue Sea Woo! from 1999, directed by Rennie Harlan. Yeah, it's our second Rennie Harlan movie because uh, we did Cliffhanger on episode 27. Yes. And I found that weird better. to. Spoilers, better. Dude, yeah. <laughs> A lot, because I did not care. I don't think there's a good rock climbing movie, and I don't I, want I, to have to God wade damn it. through so I many. I literally almost just said, ooh, Cliffhanger's good. And then I was like, no, that's it's bad. It's Wait, bad. What about what? 127 I... hours. I never saw it. I just know it. I, yeah, I can't watch it. I just know he's going to have to cut through his whole arm, and I'm just like, no, I don't want to see that. I feel like that's the whole movie is like, you know, I did see uh, somebody's like Amazon review of 127 hours is like, well, I didn't finish the film. Did you say 127 hours? Yeah, yeah. 127 hours. Oh, is it? It's not 27 oh. hours. He wasn't stuck there just yeah. over a day. <laughs> 27 that's not that long. Yeah, you know, I could be yeah. stuck somewhere for just over a day and be yeah. fine not cut my arm off. Oh, yeah. wait. He didn't saw his arm off after a day. Yeah, when you're there now, for five fucking days and you're starving and dehydrated, that's when you start thinking about cutting your arm off. Now that I'm thinking about it, that makes <laughs> a lot Okay, sub-question. How long are you trapped in an elevator before you start cutting something off to get out? You're like, it's been 10 minutes. He's just fucking sawing through your leg. Who am I in there with? I, I guess Jesse Camp, I guess. <laughs> he has a lot of leg. He's also yeah. very tall. He could probably boost you up to that hat. Yeah, I was going to say, can, Yo, can guys... he help? Apparently he's like not good at turnstiles, but might be good at just being a tall He's very slender and tall, yeah. so he could probably boost you up to that thing. He's never gained a pound in his life. And he could probably climb spindly spider-like up the cables. It's 127 hours, but I, I I read a review. I think it was Amazon review. There was somebody who was like, I, I left the movie because it was too intense, so I'll never know if he made it. I was like, <laughs> it's based on a true story about this guy who has done a book tour. He wrote this book. Like, oh my god. I know it's directed by Danny Boyle, who has yeah. directed some of my favorite films, but then I did. Danny Boyle's a mixed bag. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't like some of his. Like, I honestly did not like Slumdog Millionaire because I hate that effect that he does where he does the choppy, mm -hmm. the choppy vision kind sure, of thing. Sure. Where it's like, oh, choppy, and uh... <laughs> that's what he says when he's directing. <laughs> Ooh, choppy. 
Ooh, choppy, choppy. Go choppy. Um, That's how he directs everything. <laughs> like, he was directing, like, 28 Days Later. He's like, zombie, zombie, zombie. Zombie, zombie. <laughs> See, 28 Days Later is amazing. Trainspotting yeah. is amazing. amazing. Yeah. Um, Shallow Grave yeah. is amazing. Like, there's a lot <laughs> of amazing... Trainspotting. Ooh, drugs. Drugs, drugs, drugs. You're drugsing now. All the drugs. Hey, Ewan. Ewan, drugs. Drugsy, drugsy, drugsy. Yeah. It's even better if you imagine him doing it into one of those like old timey like megaphone cones. Oh, the old horns. megaphone cones. Yeah, in his director chair. Yeah, yeah. in his old fashioned foldable director chair. Um. Yeah. No, I just like choppy, like, choppy, old... choppy. <laughs> I like a lot of these and nightmare toilets. That's fair. I mean, that's, it's it, it it's a lot in that movie. It's 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 through the whole thing. Deep blue, Deep blue sea. sea. Does they all not, die. Does not end um, with everyone dying. No. 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 Surprisingly. Let me tell you about Deep Blue Sea, because Deep Blue Sea is a stressful movie. All right. There will be spoilers, so if you haven't watched the movie, again, I don't know why you would listen to a podcast that is clearly like around two hours long about a movie you've never watched, and then be worried about spoilers. Go go watch Deep Blue Sea. Watch it, or don't. This is your last morning, and now Aaliyah is going to explain the plot to you. Here we go. So Deep Blue Sea, is this a... These like... It's a musical. (laughs) Deep Blue Sea. (laughs) The erotic adventure. <laughs> the erotic adventures of Sharkulies. <laughs> so, like, some, like, you know, drunk teenagers are on a boat, as they usually are, making out with each other, like, half naked, and they're all like, oh, like, we're in love, and, like, let's have sex. Listen to Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Listen to Bruce Springsteen, and, like, everything's gonna be uplifting and awesome. Except that's not, because, like, then a shark comes, and it's like, yo, I'm gonna ruin your party. Anyway. I really like the shot of the uh, wine. Yes. Pouring into the water like like blood in the water. I think that's very good. Mm-hmm. And like there's like, oh my god, this shark's gonna eat us. Like, holy shit. And then like strong, handsome actor, what's his name? Tom Jane. Tom Jane pops up and of goes Punisher fame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of arrested development fame. That's right. I just want my kids back. <laughs> he pops up and he's like, I got this harpoon. And then Shoots yeah. the shoots the shark. We made zero poon jokes throughout this whole movie. How how did we oh. miss that one? Well, you know what? We have I don't to- think we have time. I don't think getting pooned is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a thing people say. <laughs> it is well, when you do because, it right. <laughs> because they never survive getting pooned. pooned. Yeah, know, like, I think oh. it's everybody's trying to get pooned, but they're never trying to get pooned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they often try to avoid getting pooned. They stay out of the water. Right. They stay... So I should I should explain. At some point in this movie, we were like, we could totally make a porn parody of this. Oh and it yeah! It just kind of it's all it's just right there. They're it's talking about shafts filling with snowballed fluid. from there. <laughs> it's super. What was that? I said it. It snowballed, snowballed from, from there. there. And yes. like LL Cool J, he just kind of exudes sex. So oh yeah. I mean, but oh yeah. And Tom a, Jane's in a in a, a in very a wet tight wetsuit with no sleeves the entire time. Anyway, so yeah, Tom Jane like pops up and is like harpoons this shark. Anyway, they're harpoons him. There's, like, a meeting between, like, some, like, British broad that's, like, not really an important actress and... <laughs> so, what the fuck is her name? Yeah, exactly. And then Samuel yeah, Jackson... I mean, uh, Saffron? Saffron Burroughs. Yeah. yeah. And then Samuel Jackson's all like, why should I give you more money? She's like, so, have your parents ever died from Alzheimer's? And then it's like, nah, dog. And then it's like, well, my parents have. And what if you could cure it with an entire bill? He's like, psh. And then they go to uh, Aquaphor. What is it called? Aquatica. It's like erotica. Yeah. They go to yeah. Aquatica Erotica. It's kind of where that got started, honestly. Yeah. yeah. With the pornos. As soon as they said the name Aquatica. 
Yeah, because up we until were that point, we were making races. Jurassic Park jokes because of the music. The music is very Jurassic Park when they arrive. Oh, yeah, when they arrive to Aquatica, it's like... Yeah, and it's... It's very like, welcome to Jurassic Shark. <laughs> but like... Yo. But yeah, and you were like, what if it's Aquatica Erotica? <laughs> I was like, well, now, now Wait, this is a, a hallway has, we're going down. Has Jurassic Park made a movie about like the fucking... Um, the dinosaur sharks or the dinosaur like uh, underwater things. Oh, like plesiosaurs like, and things. Yeah, yeah. Um, the large versions yeah. of stuff that exists now. Oh, oh, like the giant like you know, Neolithic sharks and whatever. Yeah. No, they should. They should just like the next Jurassic Park. If you want to reinvigorate that franchise, do a genre film in it and, and just make it me. all underwater. And pay me because I came up with that idea. It's true. Yes, Aaliyah will take your PayPal money. Ten percent, please. Anyway, so points on the back end. Yeah, that's what you want. Yes, that's yes. also a line from a porno. <laughs> so yeah, so they go to Aquatica, and like she's like, "This is where we do our shark research. We put things into their brains so that we can figure out Alzheimer's." Uh, blah blah blah. We're going and, to cure it. I have an inscrutable accent because my IMDb bio says I'm Australian. Yes, I have a very large, a large needle. Sorry. Yeah, whatever. they have, they have ton, like all kinds of crazy tech, which I liked awesome movie tech and science that exists. <laughs> they describe this movie as a science fiction movie, and I guess that's yeah, why. sure. Huh. But also, like, that wouldn't be my first idea for what to categorize no, this, this movie is, as. this is, like, just barely, like, implausible. It's like, oh, that yeah. almost makes sense, except I don't think that's how it works. Like, yeah, it's, like, closer to, like, thriller drama. Right. It's, it's like, describing Back to the Future as science fiction, but only because the car is, the engine is powered by garbage. Like, we're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't think that's how that works. Like, that's all. Yeah. It's a very stressful movie because... <laughs> it's really... Because... They do everything you could possibly do with this scenario, and they do it super well and constantly. It's a lot, and... So British broad is like, it's my birthday. And then, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and Tom Jane is all like, not a line of dialogue for the yeah, movie. Tom, oh, everybody, <laughs> it's my birthday. Everyone, let's do a shock experiment. And then it's my birthday as well. And then Tom Jane is all like, how's your day? And she's like, we'll see tomorrow because it's foreshadowing again. True. And, anyway, and like LL Cool J. She's talking like, about her hangover, but. It's she doesn't true. know. It's true. She doesn't know. Yo, yeah. you think it's an Let's... allegory just for the worst hangover that ever existed? So, uh, um... how bad's your hangover today, the day after your birthday? Oh, it's as though a bunch of my coworkers were eaten by sharks, and I spent all night soaking wet in a hallway. Damn. Quite a birthday. And then LL Cool J is like working bar and tending bar, and Samuel Jackson is like, "These white people, am I right?" And, yeah, he. Uh, so okay, you mentioned this that you thought this performance between this interaction between LL Cool J and Samuel L. Jackson yeah, well, was weird. And so what it is is Samuel L. Jackson, who is the money man. He is oh, I, he's the dude. Oh, no, I'm explaining for the listeners as well. He pays for everything. This is basically all on his dime. And he comes up to Sam uh, to, to LL Cool J and he's like, "Oh man, the food you know which you cooked because you're the chef was great, brother." And LL Cool J pours him a drink, a tequila, and he's like, hey, were you uh, the dude that, you know, went in that crazy avalanche and had all that shit happen? And he's like, yep, that was me. And he's like, yeah, that seems like a real white people thing to do. Like, there's enough ways for, you know, for black people to die without having to climb up some crazy mountain, brother. And he sort of gives him, like, the, you're trying to relate to me, but, like, you're the, basically, he's like, you're the 1%, and I'm not. I'm the chef on the thing you paid for. So, like, don't try to, like, brother up to me. But he, but in a good-natured way, because at the end of it, they both smile at each other like, all right, cool, I see you, I see you. 
That's what it is. That's what that, re- that that interaction is. And I think it's really good. I think it's very well acted. We haven't even introduced Michael Rappaport to this plot. Let me tell you guys. So No, no, we've got a Skarsgård. Oh, yeah, we have Stay gotten... tuned. <laughs> you guys... You, we have a Skarsgård in this movie, and which one will shock you? <laughs> so... It was Stellan Skarsgård the whole time. Ah, yes, it was. <laughs> the I... dad of all the really attractive Skarsgårds. Oh, Bill Skarsgård. I would do terrible things to him. To be fair, though, Stellan's not bad looking. No, I mean, but in this film, well, when he gets introduced, he's pissing in the wind. And he's then, introduced as the smartest man anyone's ever known, I think is the line. Yeah, and then, but, and, by and a girl that has literally no purpose in the film. We don't know what her purpose yeah. is. We don't know what she did on the... She's just a scientist. Something, yep. yeah. And then she mostly just goes, he's so brilliant and I'm so in love with him. And then he's pissing in the wind and trying to smoke cigarettes over yeah. an oxygen tank. And Samuel Jackson's like, yeah. yeah, he's pissing in the wind, so how brilliant could he be? He's just drunk this whole movie. Yes. He's like, yeah, whatever. Like sometimes he says on, some crazy Sometimes dialogue. on booze, sometimes on power. It's true. <laughs> he has some crazy dialogue, but he delivers it all like, yeah, who cares, whatever. Have you ever seen the film Jaws? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's doing, he's kind of doing Quint, except Quint was just like a salty old sea dog. This yeah. is a salty old sea scientist. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You may be right. He delivers the line, he's like, when the world was just teeth. <laughs> like, and he just kind of slurs oh, it out. Yeah, God's oldest killing machine. That kind wor- of thing, yeah, yeah, back when the world was just teeth and flesh. Just teeth yeah. and yeah. flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just kind of is like, yeah, yeah, that's back when Frankfurters cost a nickel. Like, he kind of <laughs> just like throws it out. And it's just, the whole thing is great. It's very fun. Um, years ago, I had a friend who was like obsessed with the film Jaws, and like Jaws is great. It's a perfect I, movie. I didn't see it since I was like a child, so I like remembered virtually nothing of Jaws. The robots are great, and then yeah, the robots are the best part. Robot sharks, yeah. ooh, a nightmare. And then I said, I said to him, I was like, well, I I don't remember much of Jaws at all, but I love Deep Blue Sea. And he was like, you can't compare those two fucking movies just because they have sharks in them. You absolutely can. But and, you absolutely can. Well, there's two things they have in common. One, they both have sharks in them. Two, they're both perfect movies. Well, also, they call out Jaws. Oh, yeah. There's it. a ton yeah. of Jaws, like, nods and references yeah. in this. When they're all arriving at, when Samuel Jackson's arriving at Aquatica, they're bringing in a tiger shark that they caught that was the one menacing the boat with all the drunk teens. And it's got a license plate in its mouth, which is definitely a reference to Jaws. They cut the shark open in Jaws and the license plate's in its guts yeah yada 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 and the last shot spoilers is of like two people sitting on part part of the infrastructure of the of aquatica that's not underwater yet but it's very similarly framed and shot to the end of jaws with uh, roy scheider and richard dreyfus on yeah. on yeah. like a, a bit of life raft kind of you know thing swimming back to shore also also ll cool j definitely says jaws in his rap oh yeah deepest bluest um also he uses the word Jaws, so that's also, definitely a nod. Apparently, like, the shark in Jaws was supposed to be 25 feet long, so they made the, like, genetically modified Makos 26 feet long. <laughs> really? Just one? Yeah. Uh, that's Ooh. so petty. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Rennie Harlan's like, how big is the shark in Jaws? Make this one bigger, <laughs> but just a little bit, or else it will be silly. <laughs> well, yeah, also, I, be- I have no idea what Rennie Harlan sounds like, like, so it just sounds like all the bad guys in The Sound of Music. <laughs> I mean, also, apparently Makos aren't as big as great white sharks. Yeah, no. I, so yeah. 
to have a shark as big as they're talking about this being, it's like twice as big as the largest great white ever caught, and it's like four times as big as the largest Mako ever caught or sure. something. Spoilers, it is genetically modified. Yeah, well, so in this in the birthday party scene, like Samuel Jackson's kind of like starting to be like, oh, so you wouldn't have done anything weird with these things, right? And they're like, oh, obviously not. That would have, uh, you, you mean know. like sex stuff? Yeah, like that would have <laughs> violated the Chimera no, convention or whatever. No, it's the, um, shit. She, it, 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 there is like a colloquialism that's Chimera something. Yeah, it's, it's, but then well, it's, it's basically the, it's the no, Harvard no, 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 no. or whatever. It's the Harvard Pact, yeah. Pact. It's like the Geneva Convention, but for not uh, genetically altering your subjects. And then, and it would have violated Chimera, which is the company that Samuel L. Jackson runs. Oh. Um, it would have violated their terms or whatever of funding. I feel like uh, Chimera is a referential to having genetic oh, yes. wonkiness. Naming your fucking so chemical company, Chimera ChemCorp or Chi- Chimera Pharmaceutical or whatever, is like just asking for trouble. That's like every yeah, time you watch like, a movie um, and anybody names anything like the Janus Initiative or whatever, yeah. you're like, well, they're definitely going to turn on you. Yeah, or fucking that's, that's um, the whole thing. Sinestro in the Green Lantern yeah, comics yeah. and stuff, where it's like, his name is Sinestro. It sounds like sinister. Come they on. just added a fucking O on the end. I'm, it's me, Sinestro. You can trust me. I mean, my name is Trusto. Hello. <laughs> I'm from space. Yes, Trusto, I would have been shocked if he turned right? out to Trusto, be Right, Trusto, the Trusto heel turn is shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Trusto. Oh, Trusto, he's my favorite comic book character now, and we just invented him. <laughs> At one point, British Jake is all, oh no, I have to save my shocks. And then after, like, he bites off the arm of, like, Stellan Skarsgård, and then things go wrong. Oh well, yeah, we can backtrack. Yeah, but that's the plot of the movie. Yeah, and then they it just, <laughs> that just becomes, things go wrong. Yeah, it becomes a, a survival horror movie. Um, my note for when things go wrong is total and sharky. <laughs> oh my goodness! You're welcome. Uh, I have a note about. Uh, okay, so we I have so much slow mo. There is. Uh, Rennie Harlan <laughs> does love slow-mo, but it's bad slow-mo. It's primitive slow-mo. Uh, Zack Snyder, love him or hate him, perfected, like, artful slow-mo and, like, making something look good in slow-mo. Rennie Harlan never planned to have a shot in slow-mo. He would just slow down regular footage. So, like, in this, when the, the glass breaks yeah. and the water's... There's a shot of, like, a chunk of glass flying out of the window, landing and shattering and sliding across the floor. And he slows that down, but it's very blurry and shitty, just because he, it was regular speed, regular frame rate footage yeah. that he then slowed down. He didn't shoot it in a high frame rate to make it clear. Because <laughs> he was just like, oh, I guess we should slow that down so that reads better. And then they're like, sure, but it's going to look bad. He's like, I don't care. I already made it. Movie's done. And like, that's it. Ha-ha. He does that a lot in a lot of movies. It's, it's in Cliffhanger a little bit, but there's other problems in Cliffhanger. But Listen there's... to episode 27 and yeah. find out what. You've probably, uh, hopefully you've listened. It's It's fun. But there's no problems in uh, No, honestly, like, spoilers, I don't think I have any problems with this movie, really, that affect my enjoyment of it in any bit. I have one objection, actually. Okay. Um, and that's... Not a, enough nudity? Uh, obviously, of course. But the one note I have... Yeah, even on the fuck boat, there's no nudity. Dude, why weren't they naked? Oh, like, yeah. why wasn't there some chick Listen, about to get fucked? Because... There's four people on that boat. Two guys, two girls. It was 1999. Yeah. They was, it was very, yeah. It was there's not, a bunch not the of wine, man. And They're like, way everyone out had, there. Ev- everyone had abs back in the 90s, so like... And they sure. all had just come from a Tybo class to they get all, on this boat yeah. to fuck. Ah, Billy Blanks. <laughs> Billy Blanks. <laughs> oh, so my one problem in the film which i don't know if it's a problem or if it's just a an addition 
But uh, I had a weird situation with Michael Rappaport's uh, goatee. What I didn't have a problem with was uh, the real star of the show was Michael Rappaport's legs. Yeah? Do we all talk about uh, his short situation? That he was wearing some nice, a nice set of khaki shorts, but then he had that goatee and it was like, Michael Rappaport, you can do better for your face. So it was 1999, and I feel like he bought that goatee at Ben Affleck's yard sale. He really after, did. <laughs> after chasing Amy. Ben Affleck rap chasing Amy, and he was like, cool. And he peeled that off his face, <laughs> and he took it out to the table in the yard, and he put it there for $2. Yeah. And Michael Rapport's like, hey, that's that's pretty good-looking goatee. You think that'll look good on me? And he's like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to be Batman in like and he'll 10 be like, years, I'm so. from Boston. And then like, Michael Rapport's like, I'm from New York. Yeah, and he's like, we both kind of sound like assholes. He's like, yeah! And then they hugged, and they did a bro shake, and then he was like, I'll give it to you for a dollar. So I, I saw that and thought Tom Green. <laughs> <laughs> Much worse somehow. Oh, yeah. Much that worse. That's definitely a goatee. Then that's a yeah. Goatee. That is a worse goatee. Oh, my God. I couldn't, I couldn't handle Tom Michael Green. imagine Michael Rapport oh in this God. movie just being like, my bum is on the Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> so L. Cool J has his entire own my movie. god is a righteous god it's a righteous god yeah but anyway he has his like his own movie within this movie yeah the first half of this movie is all these people dealing with shark bullshit and LL Cool J on his own dealing with shark bullshit he briefly has a bird which leaves comes back and gets eaten by a shark for like the first half of the movie it's just him on his own and it's like they filmed it separately and it, like honestly if they didn't meet up in like the bottom of the second act like they do I would be like they filmed this later yeah. They just added it later, like... Yeah, because it, it it really had nothing to do with the rest of the thing. Like, at one point, like, LL Cool J is, like, getting chased down by the shark because he's like, fuck you, shark, you ate my bird. Um, yeah. Because, like, he... Also has... a line of the porno. Yeah, that's true. But he has his bird, and they're like, when you get introduced to, like, LL Cool J and his bird, does anyone notice how, like, erotic that scene kind of was? Because <laughs> there's, like, That a bird's real... like, you got a big old butt! Or whatever, and <laughs> yeah. he's like... I'm gonna put whipped cream on my finger and feed you, bird. Yeah, so there's like it's like the fucking bridges of Madison County. (laughs) Yeah, there's like this erotic scene between like LL and this bird. So like him and this bird obviously had like a real deep relationship. They were like right there with each other, you know, like eyes, 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 right right there. Real talk. Yeah, that could be a vignette in the porn. It can. It's just a scene of a man and his bird. Yeah. Sure. How are we gonna film it? So is this a man and then just his penis? Is his penis? painted to look like a bird Ooh. is there a person in a bird costume that he fucks i kind of want the second one okay i did see a porno where it was all soft fucking filter like a goddamn barbara walter special this woman was in like a botanical gardens with like fountains and flowers i don't even remember oh, anything God. actually sexual happening like i don't remember her like touching herself or any kind of penetration i just remember being like her just like stroking her thighs <laughs> with her spread legs and being like look at how my vagina is painted to look like a tiger face i was going to talk about porn but if you think that's sure. a bad idea, I won't. It's never a bad idea. Yeah, it's always a good idea to talk about porn. In this so, episode, we talk about porn. Ratings you, boost. You were talking... Hashtag porn. You were talking about the tiger painting. Yes. Oh, sorry. Oh. I should mention uh, that that I saw that. I, not that I think... Not that I'm afraid you might think I like downloaded that specifically. I don't care what you think about me, any of you. But <laughs> um, I did see that we stole my friend's father's porn. And it was a VHS tape that was unlabeled that we were like, this is porn, right? And he's like, 100%. We put it in. It was just like an assortment. He had rented porn on the TV. 
and just t recorded segments of it not a whole porn just like oh this scene which i'm guessing is the scene he was jacking off during and that was it and like it would just sort of like stop in the middle and become another thing and that was one of them and i was like your dad is into some interesting things <laughs> i was like this isn't even like technically porn like if you told me this was art i'd be like sure so the weirdest snippet of pornography that i've ever seen sure. is a woman just naked from the waist down. Okay, oh, okay. so she was shot from like mid torso down. So okay. you got like belly button and like hair and legs. Belly she button. had a knife mm. handle inserted into her vagina and was using the knife to cut a banana with her vagina. Right on. And every so often I don't see again, I don't think this is porn, I think this is art. Uh, every maybe every so often the camera would cut to an Asian couple fully dressed looking on in rapture and maybe a little bit of fear eroticism and a saxophone oh this just song. became my favorite thing ever of careless whispers oh yes. yes was playing in the background this is the greatest thing ever and i have no idea what the fuck it was from and i'm never going to see it or find it again and i don't know what was happening that sounds amazing yeah, so that's the weirdest. Okay, listeners, if you know what that was, please send me a copy of it. Let's talk about the biblical allegory that is Deep Blue Sea. Oh, sure. man. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned this, I don't know, maybe about halfway through, and, like, you're not really wrong. Like, okay, so uh, Saffron Burroughs' character is kind of an Eve metaphor, maybe? Because... She's a dumb bitch! <laughs> Because, like, she's, you know, over overextending her reach. I mean, if you, if the biblical read of, of the events of the Bible, if they, you know, whatever. But, like, she's overexceeding her reach or, you know, whatever that. And, like, well, the big red button that lets the shark, after the shark bites Stellan Skarsgård's arm off because he just wanted to have a smoke, which already seems like a questionable decision made by a bad boy. Um, but he's, like, like a middle-aged like, science man. I like how he's the bad boy. He is! He's Even though we have a, what's his face? Tom Jane. Tom Jane. Tom Jane is like a clean cut smuggler. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's he's described as a he's, smuggler on parole. He's like a or Boy whatever, Scout, though. But yeah, he's like, just like, yeah, that's right. I like to hang out in the water with sharks. I'm very good at everything. Yeah. I look great when wet. Uh, like, and still, <laughs> Skarsgård is just like, yeah, whatever. I'm fucking drunk. I got a cigarette. Like. like I'm pissing in the wind. Fuck you. Everybody can suck my dick. Like, that's his whole attitude for the 10 minutes he's in this movie. And then there's this woman in this film that has no purpose that is in love with him. He's like, let me smoke cigarettes near this oxygen tank. Yeah. Allison yeah. pointed out. During the party scene, they're smoking cigars, but they're up on, like, the deck level. Right. Yeah. That's Like, they're level. outside. Open yeah. air. Yeah. He's he's trying to light a cigarette when they're in the lab, which we know no, no, is two levels down. Yeah. So, like, you probably got all kinds of oxygen tanks around because yeah. you're under the water you're in recycled air yeah. at, at yeah. the very it's, least you're it's, in recycled. it's like yeah. smoking on an airplane now yeah like they caught one of the sharks one of the the test subject sharks drugged it up uh, removed some of the fluids from its brain used some weird tech which was like big dials that like released drops of fluid which are different than drops of jupiter that's right the drops of jupiter is obviously the train song drops of fluid is obviously the porno based on the train song <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, we're doing pornos based on songs now. Train, train, train based pornos. <laughs> train based Damn, pornos. Are they there a are train? a lot of train, <laughs> train centric pornos. 
they're all busy looking at uh, the the reaction that these the this brain shark brain fluid has on this uh, brain tissue with Alzheimer's. They're all looking at it under a microscope. They're not releasing the shark back into yeah, the water. That's my so note. then when Stellar Scar could also be yeah. putting the shark back. You I guys. pointed out like what is Michael Rapport even looking at this monitor for? Yeah. He doesn't understand a single thing. He's us. He's you and I and all the all the non scientific viewers of this film who don't have any idea what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. But he does understand well, the entire yeah. Uh, building yeah no he's yes. like an engineer yeah he's like the engineer systems guy he knows all about the security stuff he knows like the you know weight limits for all the pillars and the walls and whatever they can take this yeah. much pressure like he's the mm-hmm. safety guy yeah but he doesn't know what the fuck science they're no, doing. Like, it's no, garbage. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He's like, yeah, whatever. Just as long as my paycheck clears. Like, hey, dude. He's like, hey, I was in a Spike Lee movie. Like, I'm going to go rap before. I know hey, Spike Lee. Hey, I, hey, I met, hey, his, I met him a whole bunch. <laughs> so, okay. So, Stellan Skarsgård. Because I want to talk about this whole scene. Because we forgot to mention Tony Soprano's wife, who was in it. Sister. Oh, God. Sister. Yeah, uh, Aida Turturro. You know, blink and you miss her, man. Yeah, it's cool. She's in it, and she, like, probably, and, like, the thing is, is she's her up. Her character, yeah. She's up in the fucking uh, watchtower. Yeah, the radio, like, Yeah, she's tower. just, like, announcing things. She's like, you know what, this is cool. I'm glad that I got myself a job, and, like, I'm above the water, so I'm fine. It's whatever. Who cares? You know, like, we're good. Like, I'm not even near the sharks. Like, what ifs? So. First cut. one to die. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting to a cut, too. Still in Skarsgård. I'm going to smoke a cigarette. All while, like, Tom Jane's just petting the shark, but, uh... Still in Skarsgård gets close to the shark, and then the shark's like, Yo, man, I don't like smoking! And he's like, what? Shark's like, smokers are jokers! And then fucking bites his arm off. Bites his fucking arm (laughs) off, and then everyone's like, Oh, my God! But then they save him, and you're like, Oh, thank God! Like, I thought Stellan was a goner for sure. Cut to a helicopter comes to get Stellan Skarsgård. They're doing a medevac because he has an entire arm gone. Yeah, but the rest of them were like, we don't need to leave. Like, this is obviously going to be a totally fine situation. Yeah, you take him out there, it's fine. Because oh. after Stellan Skarsgård gets his arm bit off, Tom Jane's like, yo, wait, break glass in case of yeah, emergency. Yeah, he elbows through the glass in slow motion. Yeah. It's great. Takes he's the about, shotgun out. He's about yeah. to go shoot the shark. He's like, yo, fuck this shark. He's biting Stellan Skarsgård's arm off. And then British Broad is like, no. No, my sharks. Don't shoot my sharks. Yeah, and then she goes and hits a button and the shark goes back into the water. And you're like... But also, the shark started thrashing around and immediately broke... Not like broke out of its restraints, but like the hook anchoring its restraints to the cement floor just snapped off. I was like, this is not constructed well. Samuel L. Jackson did not put enough money into this project. So is that a thing? You know, I know like if a dog bites somebody, they want to put the dog down. So like it has a taste for human flesh now or whatever. Is that like a shark thing? I think so. so. I don't think that marine biologists actually think it's true. But also with Tom Jane in like the fucking titanium catwalk or whatever that they have. Oh yeah. When he was going to capture the shark that they were going to do yeah. the brain surgery on. They were showing not only the ability to swim backwards, but also synchronized yeah, like hunting. Yeah. Yeah, he tells her, uh, he tells Saffron Burroughs at one point, they're hunting in packs. Yeah. And she's like, I don't care, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, apparently that's not normal, or at least in... No, No, I don't think sharks, I think sharks are solitary hunters. Yeah, all of this is my nightmare. Yeah, whereas like, they kind of did like a pincer attack on him. Yeah, he's in, it's basically Die Hard Underwater. Um, he's Ugh. basically in the air vent from Die Hard, and he's crawling along, swimming along. Yeah, it's like and a titanium, and it's 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 a fence, and uh, a shark comes at from the left side and the right side, and they are both like butting into the thing, and uh, they're gonna do it until they can break through and kill him. Except he holds up his like poon gun, 
and uh, booner. And then they're all like, "Uh!" The sharks like fuck, and then they swim away. And Samuel Jackson is like, "They recognize guns." He's like, "They recognize guns." He's like, Did you? He's like "Am I the only one that sees that?" They recognize that gun, and but the way he said it was like as though it were a famous gun, <laughs> 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 which I was like, "They recognize that gun." Yeah, he doesn't go like, "Can they do that?" So I'm gonna pause it. That, you know, the whole thing of, like, Eve's fall from grace or whatever was about the pursuit of knowledge. And that's kind of what she did for these sharks. Right. And then the big release the sharks button is a big red button. Red. Like the apple. You probably like the apple. Yeah, but I mean, also, what other color are you going to make a button? Any color. Any color. Yeah, but red shows up better on camera. That's why they did those shoes for Judy Garland. True. No, I have no idea. I but saying, I think bright blue would have shown up, and it would have been in the theme of deep blue. Yeah, and also yeah. human eyes are most calibrated to see the most shades of green. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I think it has something some to do with our jungle ancestry, you know, if you don't believe the Bible. So you can see the most shades, but I think also, like, red is supposed to be, like, more uh, quickly spotted or yeah. something. Oh, and then also, I think it's the people that have colorblindness. Yeah, I was going to I think a lot of it's, that. yeah, blue and green colorblindness. Yeah. I think red is supposed to be one of, like, the least... Uh, obscurable colors or oh, something. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of, I know like it's predominantly a lot of men who are colorblind. And yeah. It's predominantly greens and browns. Yeah, I have, like, I have like, mild gray, green, brown. Yeah, mm-hmm. like my dad couldn't differentiate between orange, green, gray. Like, yeah, it's the chromosomal, uh, def- like the, the thing that can fuck up your colorblindness, it's on the X chromosome. So if you have two X's and one's fucked up and one's fine, you're good. You can still see color. If you have an X chromosome that's fucked up and then a Y, there's not a competing chromosomal set to like mask that. So it's expressed much more commonly in men because they don't have that extra X. This is what Saffron Burroughs should have been working to correct. <laughs> Colorblindness? Colorblindness. Uh, yeah, because she's just all like, oh, my parents. They mentioned but sharks' her parents eyes didn't... never deteriorate. They but mentioned. Her, but her parents didn't die from colorblindness. They yeah. died from Alzheimer's, which also doesn't really do not really see happen, the backstory. Right? No, like, it doesn't happen. I mean, you're just like, you I di- mean. You die. Yeah, you die mentally in like a very figurative yeah. way. Well, yeah. Yeah, if only Deep Blue Sea was a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea. Can you fucking imagine Deep a documentary? Deep Blue documentary. Deep documentary. Yeah, but Can like, you imagine but like, a documentary going this fucking like, epically bad? But like Blair Witch style. Ooh. <laughs> it's just all... At the end, the shark just makes you stand in the corner Found... and then it fucking fades it's just, to black. It's just Found all footage. of LL Cool J's tapes. Yes. And it's almost. called Deep Blue Me. Deep Blue Me. A hundred percent if I made this movie now... If it, honestly, not even me. If, if this movie was made now, they would film an entire string of LL Cool J talking into a camera things as like... DVD Blu-ray supplemental oh, material. Yeah, he'll tell you how to make a five-course meal, my friend. I want that. Yeah, I want LL Cool J to tell me anything. You're like, what's talk about Deep Blue <laughs> Yo, LL, I gotta talk to you about something. It's Be like, serious. so settle this once and for all. It's my hat is like a shark's fin. Yes. <laughs> okay, so online the lyrics say my hat is like a shark's fin. I always thought it was my hand was like a shark's fin. See, and then I never. I always thought it was hat or head. You yeah. said hand, and now all I can picture is LL Cool J like putting his hand on top <laughs> of his head like a shark. Okay, so I was gonna and say that's hand, the best thing ever. Hand makes no sense. It does make but sense. But when yeah, you do like that, it thing. makes a lot. Yeah, but and so we have to take side. a photo like that. Oh my <laughs> god, like this is gonna be fin. the group photo. But sharks okay. have fins on their sides. That's what I'm yeah. saying. My like my hands like a shark's fin. And they have a lot of fins. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So after the total and sharky. 
they're gonna airlift. Yeah, we have about that whole thing. Out. Oh, the whole yeah. But also, there is a fucking storm. Yeah, there's always the storm. So, so yeah. it's a Rennie Harlan movie. There's always some so other. So like, I would nightmare. like to talk about this scene. So, Skarsgård gets his arm bitten off by a shark, and they're like able to save him somehow. They're like, "Oh my god, we'll save you, and we'll get yeah. you a helicopter." Yeah. None of them decide to join him. They're just like, "It's cool. Like we're just gonna stay here at Aquatica, even though everything's falling to shit." Yeah, we're hungover from the birthday well, party. We're yesterday. fine. I thought also that that was like a medevac. They're not gonna like haul up anybody else. It's just like you this know, guy needs yeah. to get the fuck out of here. It's like yeah, I mean that's the storm whatever. is yeah. like they can't land. Yeah, so. I don't know how helicopters work, but anyway, yeah, they. they I don't think uh, uh, Rennie Harlan does either because uh, yeah, because <laughs> that one explodes ridiculously. Oh, they explode when, because when they try to pull up Stellan Skarsgård, the the rope just is like nope, and it just starts. Let yeah. him go, and he goes. Yeah. Having to nothing to do with the sharks or anything, it's just this one, uh, you know, thing malfunctions. Yeah, because everything has to. So he drops into the water. Suddenly, a shark's like, "Yo, that thing looks cool," and it bites onto it and just pulls it, and then it's pulling the fucking helicopter with it because these are mutant ass sharks, like. This helicopter cannot fight against a shark. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, no, they totally definitely didn't do any... Uh, genetic gene- engineering? Yeah, they didn't do any genetic tampering. No, that would violate a bunch of things. The definitely Harvard not. Compact, they drag the... Because it's, you know, it's connected to... It's like it's like fishing. Uh, and the shark drags the helicopter out of the boat, basically. Uh, you know, fishing metaphor. Yeah. Fishing oh, metaphor. yeah. And, then the, the, and the helicopter yeah. crashes into Ida Torturo. And she, she gone. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, like she was in it for like a minute. It's a great explosion, ex- though. And it explodes like it, a motherfucker. It's great. And it's, you're like, it's, the, it's such a, it's a, it's an end of movie explosion. But then they're all like down in the lab, and then there's a point where yeah, they see that through, like, through the big viewing window, they can see that up on the surface, like everything is just lit up with fire, but they can't actually see what happened. Yeah, and they're just like, oh shit, that doesn't look good. And then suddenly they're like. What is that? Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson's like, can somebody tell me what that is? What is that? Boom, it gets closer and closer, and then it smashes right the fuck against the glass, and it's selling goddamn Skarsgård on his, like, Strapped to a gurney. Still alive. With a rebreather on. Still alive. Oxygen, little oxygen tank thing. The shark's, like, pushing it gently in front of its teeth. Yeah, Yeah. the the shark has the gurney in its mouth, and then it, like, it basically, like, runs up, and then, like, Swerves out of the way and throws the gurney, and somehow yeah, it tosses maintains, it just slightly. Yeah, it maintains momentum enough and hits perfectly enough to shatter, the, like crack this glass. And all these idiots stand there for way too long, going like, "Ooh, that that glass looks like it's cracking. This could be really, really intensely deadly." Which you would think that like handsome actor Tom Jane would be like, "Everybody out of the lab." Yeah, because he seems like the most logical one, even though he like plays with the sharks. Although, isn't it Samuel Jackson is well, Samuel the Jackson first one to be like, like, "We gotta go." Everybody, well, stop yeah, backing Samuel, up. Samuel yeah. Samuel L just is like, "Yo, motherfuckers, we gotta go." So uh, I read that this was an accident. This oh. like. Yeah, they dumped like three tons of water on these poor actors. Yeah, the, wait, they, wait, wait, do tell. Yeah, yeah, the the actual like footage of them like running out of the lab and the water splashing in wasn't supposed to happen. There's supposed to be some stunt people. Yeah, um, and then they fucked up and did it on the wrong take. So the actors were literally in the scene running away from this dangerous ass amount of water. I don't know how much of that footage is like what we actually see, but we we see Tom Jane like diving for the stairs and fucking taking a railing in the shoulder really hard. I oh. believe I read that in an interview Samuel L. Jackson was talking about that and when he saw the final cut of the movie he was like oh they used that 
I guess that's good. But, like, yeah, you can see yeah. that it's Samuel L. Jackson on the bottom of these stairs with two other actors ahead of him. I don't remember which ones, but it might be Michael Rapport and the blonde lady. Yeah, well, because, like, But he's she just, was, like, trying like, to upstairs, and he is, like, waist yeah. deep in water. Like, yeah. Yeah, it looks rough. I mean, I'm, like, starting to have, like, such a fondness for handsome actor Tom Jane right now. Because, like, he just is so heroic in this movie. He's, like, really heroic, you guys. He just doesn't have any good one-liners. No, no they gave him all to LL Cool J. No. Yeah. <laughs> Did they, though? Oh, wait, no. Like, hold on. I have written some down. I have written some Tom Jane. Everybody in this them. movie, basically, is just exposition heavy. So he's like, you know, he's like, they're hunting in packs. No, do you like, remember the line where it was just like, what, what did something about, like, oh, what'd you learn that in class? He's like, I didn't go to class. Oh, uh, yeah, I oh. think that's right. I yeah. didn't go to class. That's yeah. all right. That's yeah, a good he one. Had a tough guy Is it a line. good one? It's okay. Uh, um, yeah. He did say, You gave God's perfect killing machine like everything it needs to eat us, so oh, now I... you've moved us down to the bottom yeah, of the fucking moved, food chain. You moved us to the bottom of the goddamn food chain. Yes, yeah. there is that. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. But again, it's a trailer line. It's not like a zinger. I yeah. mean, also, he has the whole like callback to what uh, Samuel Jackson was saying, where it's like, Oh, you take a like 8,000 pound shark and. Uh, you yeah, know. when Samuel Jackson finds out that they've augmented its brain, he's like, okay, so we're in this you know facility that's flooding, and there's sharks, and they're going to kill us, and they're super smart, and they're 8,000-pound Makos, and he's like, so what does an 8,000-pound Mako think about? And he's like, I don't want to stick around to find out. And then, yeah. yeah, at the end of the movie, he's like, I just figured out what an 8,000-pound Mako thinks about. Yeah, the no, deep I, blue I, sea. The deep blue sea. Oh, he does have the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's the titular line. Yeah. Yep. Freedom, the, the deep blue, blue sea. sea. Drink. Yar. Then he says yar. <laughs> Drink. But he does. Uh, he, he should have an eye patch. He should just look like Snake Plissken. He, so, and after that fucking wild scene, we cut back to LL Cool J. He's like, I'm going to drink this bottle of sherry. Yeah, yeah the explosion well, so, fucked his kitchen up, so he's like, I'm just going to start drinking. Yeah, yeah, he's all the way up on level one. Yeah, yeah. he's on well, level I one. Well, I guess they'd yeah. be on level two. Two? They're on two. Okay. No, maybe maybe they're on three. Well, no, because I think three's engineering and Yo, the, uh, the wet oh, entrance. The wet, oh. Tell them about the wet entrance. Oh. Okay, so when they're explaining what the layout of, of Aquatica is, level one is the living quarters, level two is workshops, and level three is engineering and the wet entrance oh. or wet entry. Either way, oh. that's a line going in the porn. So this is going in our deep blue sea porno, which is uh, okay. Aquatica. So. Did we settle on erotica. Aquatica Erotica? Did we settle on? Is that the title? Is it or is it Deep Blue B L E W? Well, I think with me oh, with uh yeah, I don't know. Aquatica Erotica. That's just the setting. Welcome to Aquatica Erotica. It's like Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, the, the deep blue, the deep. Oh, okay. So the deep blue sea is the deep parentheses throat blue B L E W C the letter C parentheses U N T. <laughs> It's not meant to make sense, okay? No, the plot is that uh, semen will reverse Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah. Shark oh, yeah. semen. Shark semen yeah, will shark reverse semen. Alzheimer's. And then the actor playing the Samuel L. Jackson role is going to say, so how do you expect to extract the semen? And then the actor playing the <laughs> Saffron Burroughs line, uh, character is going to say, how do you think? And then dive in and fuck a man in a shark suit. <laughs> I bet we could actually get Michael Rappaport. <laughs> Hire Michael Rappaport. Well, the, like, hey, August, you want to reprise your role in this porno? And can we see if he'll be credited as Magic Mike Rappaport? <laughs> Magic Mike Rappaport. <laughs> <laughs> Magic Michael Rappaport. Oh my Amazing. god! Amazing. Holy shit! Magic would... Mike Three. Magic Mike Rappaport. <laughs> Do you think at any time after <laughs> after the premiere of Magic Mike? Michael Rappaport did like a sexy strip dance for somebody and said he was Magic Michael Rappaport. I 
I mean, I don't really want to picture what Michael Rappaport does in his private life or anything. We're the, talking about casting him in a porno. What no, are you no. talking about? He doesn't have to have sex if he doesn't want to. Yeah, like, he just is a cast member. Yeah, he's yeah. not, like, fucking anyone. He's an exposition he, guy. He might be, oh, like, yeah. sure. He, he's a guy that shows a little leg, you know, like like he did. Yeah, maybe we put say. him in some real, like, Daisy Duke swimwear. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're kind of, we're, we're saying, like, look, not the khaki shorts this time. We're going, like short shorts bro yeah the pockets have to be sticking out but like you know michael the thing is is like this was released in 1990 can i suggest evan stone because i really enjoy him as a porn actor not necessarily because i like to see him fuck but more so that i always get really happy when he shows up in things kind of like what brendan fraser does to me i see i see brendan fraser in a movie and i go i feel good about this <laughs> okay and evan stone sometimes will show sure. up in porn and i go i feel good about this sometimes where else does he show up well I don't know. Yeah, he shows up I, only in porn. He's a yeah. porn actor. Okay. I've never seen him in anything else. Uh, Wikipedia says he also does stand-up. Oh! <laughs> I bet that it's wild. That would be so good. Evan Stone was in some amazing porn parodies, oh, man. Details. He was the porn Nazi in the Seinfeld porn parody of yes. 2009. Wow. Wow. He was the Riddler in Batman Triple X, a porn parody. Right. Okay. And he was also Merv in the Human Sexipede. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, did Human Sexipede need a porn parody? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was only made because it was already somebody's porn. Yeah, like, there's so many definitely, like, I mean, like. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the Human Sexipede. We of... didn't watch that movie, though. We did not. No, Deep Blue Sin. But the reason why oh, I mentioned. No. Why are you sewing these sharks to these other sharks? Oh, <laughs> no. So we were talking about why L. Cool J was drinking sherry, and then we talked about Frasier. Yeah, the only two people in pop culture that I can think of that ever drink sherry are L. Cool J in this and Frasier all the time. And Niles, but, but I mean. Niles, yeah. He was like, Niles, would you like another glass of sherry? Listener, if you drink sherry, please write into the podcast. If you're also, if you're Fraser. So at one point, Michael Rappaport says, um, "Keep the shaft from filling up with fluid." Yeah, with fluid. Does he say fluid? No. Wait, say okay. It's, it's, it's implied. implied. Keep, <laughs> right. Keep the shaft from getting moist. Yeah, you know, gotta do this because uh, the only way to keep the shaft from filling. And we're like, well, that's a line that's going in the porno. Which, yeah. Allison, you had an issue with, because you were like, so is that like orgasm denial or whatever? And oh, I, I like, did say that, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, like, well, I just think that all the extemporaneous dialogue in your porno that is not actually directly about porn should just be full of words like shaft and fluid and moist. Ooh, Richard Roundtree. We should get him. <laughs> he played shaft. That's, he can play the Samuel Jackson I, role. Oh, man. I mean, that would be a good get. But also... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Samuel Jackson play Shaft or play... Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh -huh. So speaking of Shaft, LL Cool J finds a Playboy magazine. So we actually did have a thing slightly yeah. before that. Because we that? have the whole... So they have like... They're going to try and go through like this door and stuff and it's flooding and everything like that. And then like a shark starts like banging against it and it starts launching these rivets oh, yeah, out the, the, the door. The pressure uh. and the shark pounding yeah. against it are like busting the rivets out. It's yeah. insane. And they all have to like run by and like... Yeah. Try not to get hit and by a fucking fight bullet the fucking speed ocean. rivet. Yeah. Yeah. Half this movie is just people forcing a door shut while the ocean pushes against yeah, the other side. Yeah, make it. Right. And then my second thing was like, you know, uh, Samuel Jackson's like, how the fuck is this possible? They have a line about like, you know, yeah, we, we use like gene therapy to make them, you know, 
bigger and their forebrain bigger. And then as a side effect, they got smarter. And it's like, oh, no shit. They're protein enzymes. Yeah, I need man. their protein enzymes. Mm, I need them. <laughs> Buttery like, soft protein enzymes. Mm, nom, 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 I nom. almost wish they leaned into it a little bit harder and said, like, as an unforeseen side effect, they got smarter because yeah, it's Yeah, that would have actually like... been funnier. Yeah. Mm. Uh. Turns out if you make their brain bigger, they get smarter. So, the playboy yeah. floats up to LL Cool J. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's like armpit so, deep in ocean water. It's freezing water. He's like hypothermic. He's like, <laughs> like as he's walking around. But um, he like looks good while he's doing it because he's LL. So his mouth is just like, blah, 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 blah. gorgeous. It's true. He's got perfect fucking teeth, dude. He, he does have really nice teeth. Yeah. Just, you know what? He's I, a handsome I, dude. I mean, LL, been, LL Cool J is a good looking dude. Dude, ladies love Cool J. That's okay? what, like, yeah, that's what that means. I mean, he's like in competition with handsome actor Tom Jane. Yeah, but he's also in competition with goateed actor Michael Rappaport. <laughs> so that know, thin mustache really works. But it's like two different handsomes, you know? Like, you got, like, rugged masculine, like, Rugged masculine hero. boy scout, yeah. Yeah, and then you have, like, I'm in a chef's uniform. I can cook for you, baby. Yeah, I'm sexy com- and cultured, LL Cool J. I'm sexy, comfortable, and cultured. And I've owned a bird. <laughs> <laughs> and I even have a pet bird that I care a lot about. He does. He's a bird of bird. He's constantly cussing at that thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> but he, like, loves it. Like, yeah. that's, like, his best friend. That's his buddy. He gets revenge when that bird gets eaten. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He did not like yeah. that that shark came and no. ate his motherfucking bird. Yeah, he's in another room, and or maybe it's back in the kitchen. Yeah, it's back in the yeah. kitchen. And, like, he's climbed up out of the water so the sharks can't find him up on a set of shelves. Yeah. And the bird is perched on a pot. And he's like, come on, bird. Come on, come on, come on. He's trying to, like, reach the bird or get the bird to, like, fly to him. And the bird's being a bird and not doing what he wants. Oh, and the shark great. just fucking comes up from underneath and fucking swallows that bird whole. And LL, you know, like, oh, shit. Startled, falls. The shells fall on top of him. And he ends up swimming into an oven shutting it it's got like the viewing window thing the shark is like bashing up against it it's fucking awful i have i have yeah. claustrophobia that's the worst thing ever and then as though it could possibly not get worse the shark turns the oven on yeah somehow with, with like, shark vision with its well, yeah there is was, a lot of shark vision wait i want to mention i want to mention i own this on blu-ray it's a movie three pack it is uh this long kiss goodnight which i love and uh, Snakes on a Plane, which has snake vision. Uh, so two of the three movies on oh. this have weird animal vision. There's no Long Kiss Goodnight, I like, terrorist even, vision or bomb vision. I didn't look what was on the Blu-ray. I didn't realize it also had Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, it's a Samuel L. Jackson three-pack. Damn, oh, that's better God. than my uh, Pump Up the Volume and Better Roses fucking double. Ooh. Look, Better that's Roses. That's pretty good. Yeah, but Better Roses sucks. And it Pump does, Pump Up the but... Volume is great. Yeah. But as long as I can look at Christian Better Slater. Better Roses is, uh, yeah. it's... Bad good, though. As long as I can look at Christian Slater, I'm doing okay. Hunter does have a few choice multi-packs, but yeah. that's also uh, of a kind with the Christian fact Slater. that he's got oh, a ton Will of Christian Slater, oh, you mean Will Scarlet from Robin Hood Men and Thieves? Oh, you mean, like, uh, River Phoenix died, so then <laughs> Christian Slater had to s- yeah. step in? River Phoenix uh, walked so that Christian Slater could run. That's <laughs> Stop it. He'll be in our porn. No, actually, you know what? He won't because he's doing really well for himself. These yeah, days. no. He's, he's on, what, Mr. Robot and yeah, shit? Yeah, he's like, on Mr. Yeah. Robot. Yeah. And he, as I said. He did a voice on Archer. Yeah, he did. The voice of himself <laughs> on Christian Archer. Slater. And, like, yeah, like he, well, as I said, he gleamed the cube back in the day. He sure did. I have no problem I've with I've never seen a cube gleamed so gleamily. What's the fucking pirate radio one? Uh, that would be Pump Up the Volume. Pump Up the Volume, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that I was, like that one quite a bit. Yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't so seen Gleam the Cube uh, as often. I'm trying it's been to remember what the years. line is in Pump Up the Volume that was like their, um, shit, there's like a, a line that they would always say. Like, oh, they're, it's when they're like, 
the volume is too loud. And he's like, you can't handle the volume. No, no, no. There's like, a, he had like a radio like catchphrase, <laughs> oh like a tagline. Oh, it's, it's here's no. Johnny. Yeah. God damn yeah, Hunter, Hunter's over there, Nichols singing up. Mind. I don't know what it is. I'll look it up later, and I'll pump up my volume nah, later. It sounds like I'm making fun. I love Christmas Slate. I think he's really good. It's Slate, but never rub another man's radio knob. <laughs> never rub another man's radio knob. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jack Nicholson, Batman. Got it. Yes, Got I it. was going after the thing that you were doing. God damn it. Ah. Good. I'll I'll edit it in so that it came at an appropriate time, and now I'll record our laugh track. <laughs> Very good. That's excellent fun. Fake shit. God damn it! Oh, all yes. I want in my life is to just have a constant laugh track going at all times. <laughs> it was a really good one. The tagline was um was talk hard. <laughs> talk hard. Talk hard. We're good. Now I know. I That's feel all. like any of ours were also good. I mean, they worked. Yes, they did. It's true. I think we should make movies now. If, if people could just give me a mostly or completely written movie script and be like, make this a better movie, that's my ideal job. Script Doctor is like my ideal job. Script Doctor. I am available. So L. Cool J's like, bird gets eaten and everything, and he is not happy about it. And this No, shark, he's trapped in that oven. This shark comes out Yo. with shark vision, and he traps himself in an oven, but he has an axe with him because he's a smart man. Yeah, it's like okay. a hatchet. I think I was writing stuff down. When did he get the axe? He had it when he got in the oven, but I don't... I mean, I think he just had it maybe when he was on the shelves. I don't know where he got it, got it. Okay. It might have been on the shelf. It might have been, you know, in the kitchen somewhere. Yeah, I think I it. missed him grabbing it. Yeah, I don't and remember. so then suddenly he was in the oven with this axe. Which, yeah, you know... and fucking the gas is on. And he's... Yeah, man. Don't ask questions. Just let it happen. Yeah. And right. he's like <laughs> hatcheting the ceiling of the compartment he's in because there's two smaller ovens above. And he like opens this thing up. He says like, I'm like Daniel. Uh, what is it? I'm like Daniel in the lion's den or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. He's like going on this whole fucking thing as he's like chopping yeah, with the axe. Yeah, he's constantly talking to God. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, but like if it's you were good. in this situation, it's a cool, would yeah. you not? Like... And, and they call, uh, Michael Rapport at one point calls him Preach. Oh yeah! So I was like, oh, they call him preacher. They call I guess. him preacher. Yeah, yeah. I, was like, yeah oh. I don't even know his name in the film. Yeah, it's. I think it's Samuel something. What? L. Jackson. Um, no. <laughs> L. Jackson. No, I think the character Samuel J. Laxon. <laughs> uh, so L. O. Cool J. He's like something about the Bible. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Anyway, God. The shark finally busts da, da, da. into the bottom thing. He dives out the top. Well, now he dives out the top, but he's on the doorway. But what he does is he fucking like chucks something. A lighter. Yeah, and then he blows... It's a Bic lighter. Yeah, he blows up the fucking shark. But before he chucks his Zippo into the fucking shark, he goes, you ate my bird! And yeah. chucks it into the shark. You ate my bird. And then the shark explodes. It's yeah. like such a simple line. It's such a badass line because he of makes it how work. intensely that shark blows up. Which oh, again, yeah. like I think Rennie Harlan's got too much of a hard on for Pyro, but at the same time. No, Rennie Harlan knows how to make yeah. 80s. He makes movies in the 80s action movie style, which were explosion heavy. He uh-huh. just makes them in the 90s. I do legitimately just love the kitchen explosion. Yeah, it's great. I, honestly, it's I think good. that explosion when the helicopter crashes is great. It's a huge end of movie explosion they put it in the end of the first act like that's great. yeah 
after that, there was like more like shaft talk where they're like, oh, the shaft is filling up. Oh, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I think around here we had the bra or no bra discussion. Yeah, there was a lot of bra, no bra discussion because like the broads seemed like they weren't wearing bras, but it turns out that they were. What can you do? Unbroad broads. Un- that's what you that, said. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some broadless broads. Yeah. Yeah, which I, I posited like, okay, they're acting troops. Why are there not porn acting troops? Where it's the same thing, like they meet periodically, you know, once a week at a theater and they do short scenes together or they do like fun games uh, to help each other improv and stay in character. Whilst the snatch batch was already taken. Yes, that's true. you're going to have to come up with other things. So yeah, unbroad broads isn't a bad... Unbroad broads is good. Yeah. Untethered, untamed. A male troop could be Freebird. Yes. (laughs) And then everyone goes, play Freebird. And they all just fucking jack off. They all jack off. And start jerking it. Yeah. The people that yell play free bird then just stand there. They jerk it for seven minutes. For seven minutes. They jerk it in time to the guitar solo from free bird. Oh, God. It's so much. Oh, man. Oh, if only this were a visual medium. Oh, no. Your hand was going so fast. Freebird. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So I was, I just want to note they were going yeah. to a submarine. They get there and find out the submarine has been destroyed, and yeah, it seems as though the submarine thing. was destroyed by the sharks because nothing else could have done it. And Michael Rapport is super angry. Yeah, <laughs> he's the most angry. So they're all fighting, and they're all like, ah, uh, blah blah blah. And so then Samuel Jackson goes, you know what? I went and walked through the goddamn Alps. Yeah, yeah. So they they had laid a little bit of this track in the helicopter ride on the way over, and then with with LL Cool J at the bar, where Samuel Jackson was involved in something that happened up in the Alps, and then he's like, "You think water's fast? You should see ice. It moves like it has a mind. Like it's pretty good. It's a good scene." Oh yeah. And he tells him like, "Yeah, yeah. seven people survived the ice slide, but only five came off the mountain or whatever." And yeah. he's like, "We took an oath, which I'm breaking right now, to tell." Not to tell anybody what happened. We turned on each other. Like, the whole thing. And it's to get them to all, like, pull together as a yeah. team. You think nature's dangerous. Man is more dangerous. Yes. You know? And then yeah. they close up on his face. Yes. And oh, yeah. this is famously, while he was delivering this, a shark fucking jumps up out of the fucking reflecting pool yeah. and eats his Have you he, seen he my left. movies? A shark ate me. A, a motherfucking shark, shark ate me. me. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, the line is, first, we're going to seal off this, and then the shark, like, chomps him. Yep. Also, it is very startling. This was, like, the third time I saw this movie. I jumped, because I forgot that that happened. Yeah. After, well, also, I would like to note, I want the Avalanche movie. I want whatever that movie is. Starring Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah. Also yeah. directed by Rennie Harlan, also starring Samuel L. Jackson. Like, I want this prequel. Uh, I don't know what it would be called. Deep Blue Sea, uh, Tall White Alps. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you mean Deep Blue Sea? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Deep in the Mountains. Sorry. Uh, high, time, uh, high Times Magazine. Uh, that's me right now. <laughs> I'm not even high, but I, I'm clawed up, baby. Sponsor me, White Claw. Yeah, we have no sponsors as of record as of the recording of this episode, but we will take them. White Claw. I would like to point out they make a point of having a very CG Samuel L. Jackson getting absolutely demolished by the shark. Oh, like, yeah, they gets, show you he is fucking he dead. Gets ripped in half and then each half is eaten. Yeah, he is not coming back. He is fucking gone. Rest in peace, Samuel but, L. Jackson. But like we're definitely very intent on showing that on screen. My next note says, I forgot to take notes. (laughs) Uh, 
after after that happens, I was just like totally enraptured. Yeah. Because the next thing I have is LL Cool J recording an omelet video. Yeah, yeah. that's that's later. Right near the end. That's oh, later. I, t- I, t- I took um, a bunch of notes. Well, that's yeah. the thing is the whole middle of this movie is yep. one tension, you know, anxiety nightmare yeah, after are another. You forgetting, are you forgetting the fire ceiling and the water? Well, okay. Bottom? So okay. the blonde chick has one line about it's the moment of truth again because like they'd already had like one moment of truth. Yeah. <laughs> so and with this is that like they're trying to get into the shaft if the pressure's not actually <laughs> in the shaft. Um if the pressure's not Bounce actually if the pressure's not actually equal in this shaft, then it's going to <laughs> cause the like mini sub dock to like uh, Yeah, I mean the whole thing is that water. every area of the of Aquatica is pressurized to keep the ocean out. That's how that works. So every time a door busts and the pressure changes, then everything else gets more pressurized and therefore yeah. closer to breaking and filling with water and they get closer to death. And then it's every like time dominoes somehow... and physics. Yeah. And then every time somehow Tom Jane is able to close the door. Yeah, oh yeah. Tom Jane yeah. is constantly able to just like muscle it shut occasionally with like Michael Rapport's help. And then he's like, But you yep, know he's it. not helping a lot because he's not Tom Jane. Yeah, he's not showing off his muscles there, like Tom Jane. He's just showing off his goatee. There are a couple of times where he literally just stops helping before the door is fully shut and just like swims away and Tom Jane's like, I got it, and like yeah. finishes it. It's like twice. Because he can fight the ocean. Yeah, because it's just one man versus it's man versus nature. It's it's, yeah. it's like the old man in the sea or Moby Dick, it's a classic uh, bit of Americana. Tom Jane versus the ocean. I mean, the first one's got sharks. I don't think the second one really has sharks. Moby Dick? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. have you ever read it? No. Oh, at the end, Ishmael's a shark. Oh. That's the spoiler. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. 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 At the beginning, he says, call me Ishmael. And then so you think it's a guy, but it turns out he's a shark. Um, his ID, they scratched off. He scratched off the first letter. It's actually Fishmail. <laughs> what? <laughs> So wait a second. God damn it. So, wait, no. <laughs> the stupidest smart joke I've ever made. <laughs> that probably is the stupidest smart joke wait, you've ever made. Wait, I'm 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 a, I'm I'm a dumb person right now. So is this is true. No. The first oh, The first line of Moby Dick is call me Ishmael. Call me Ishmael. That's how it starts. Put an F in front of it. It's Fishmail. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, is it a shark, though? No, no, Moby Dick is a whale. It's all about uh, man's impotence. Oh, well. And Ishmael is the first mate. Yeah, he's the first mate. And And Queequeg is not a shark. No, he's a guy. I thought I could really get away with not ever reading Moby Dick, but now it seems like I have to read Moby Dick. (laughs) Deep Blue Sea, they they call it that for a reason, because it gets deep. deep. It gets deep, y'all. And then also there's a blue sea. That's true. There's a blue sea involved, too. It's deep and set in the blue sea. But it's, like, deep, y'all. So, so, yeah, we're dealing with... Fucking A. So, so after they leave that room, they're, like, dealing with, like, a fire ceiling, and then there's water rising. Well, so, like, yeah, so they're gonna go into the shaft, they have this crazy music sting, where it's, like, moment (laughs) of truth. We're never gonna not giggle when they say, when you say shaft, it's fine. Yeah. Shaft! Yeah. (laughs) Damn right. (laughs) But no, like they're so they're like waiting to see what happens, and then there's like this weird music. And every time I watch this movie, because I'm pretty sure this is the same, like I remember having this thought. Yeah, actually, so I'm yeah. like, I'm like, wait, what are we doing here? And then like the water geysers up behind them. I'm like, oh right, it was a sudden moment. Except that like the music is way intense and like jarring yeah. to me every time. Huh. 
No yeah, sense. yeah, that one always fucks me up. Yeah, the the, the and then yeah, like the turns out bust open one yeah. of the doors. The shaft is now filling with water. Yeah, turns they're trying the... to get up to level one, the highest level up. Yeah, but they or no, they're trying out... to get up to the surface level. They want to get out a wet entry. Yeah, they want to get out a wet entry. They're yep. they're sick and tired yep. of being in the wet entry. Um, the ceiling is on fire because the top of Aquatica yeah, top... is burning right from the helicopter disaster. So they're trying to get. So uh, there's fire yeah, and trying water. To open up sharks. The... There's fireballs. It's like yeah. a lot of things. There's fire lost. falling on them. There's sharks swimming up this like rapidly filling fucking shaft. And As then suddenly their ladder breaks. And yeah. then that's when annoying blonde girl that's all like, I love, like, Stellan Skarsgård, even though he's insane. Uh, yeah, after he dies, she's just, like, a sullen teenager for, like, the, no- yeah, the next, Yeah, she's like, useless. Yeah, And so, like, dies. it was okay when she died because, yeah, like, fine. don't feel bad. She just was meant to die in this film. But she falls in the water and, like, you know, they're all laying on this. The the, the ladder is now, like, across the, the, the shaft and it's, like, they're laying on it. They're reaching out and they're like, come on, you know. Kate or whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah, Tom Tom Jane is trying to save her. He's like, come on. And then like you see her start to come up out of the water and then you realize, oh nope, she's in the mouth of a shark. But it's not like her whole lower half. The shark just like straight up bit her crotch off. Yep. yep. She's like straddling the the shark's she's, mouth. She's she's straight up like I mean that's also gonna be a scene in the porno. It's Absolutely. not gonna be as bloody. Yeah. No, no. It's gonna no. be a man in a shark suit. Don't worry, we're not like performing some weird stuff. No, we're just gonna like get like do No, it's gonna be man in shark suits. Uh we're gonna see yeah. if we can get left shark from the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. Uh, this is the point in the film when you see like the fireballs and then there's sharks. We realize that this might be purgatory. Because this is a biblical allegory the whole time. You said purgatory. I said purgatory. Okay, it was just me. <laughs> I mean, although I mean, also like we're if making you can a make lot a persuasive of... enough argument, yeah. I will be on board with this. We're making a lot of references because there's also like biblical I mean, flooding and stuff. The, have there you is, seen? A have you seen uh, the fire and the sharks? That's <laughs> right and, out of the Bible. And then the fact that they're like stuck. And the in, archangel yeah. Gabriel came down and, and he they're... said, "Let there be sharks, <laughs> and let they be." Slightly larger than the shark in Jaws to prove a point. And then yeah. ripped from the pages of Gideon's. I'm just saying they were, Absolutely. they were stuck in the middle, and there's like hellfires going. So they're stuck it's in true. the middle. true. But it's weird. They're climbing up to the fire. Yeah. So, so it's like reverse like purgatory. Hell. Yeah. And then that song starts playing. Stuck Don't in the middle with sharks. Stuck in the middle with sharks. Which is not by Tom Patty. No, it's not. Even it's by Steeler's Wheel. Yeah, don't think it's by Tom Petty, all right? Because that's what I did for years. <laughs> LimeWire? I don't know, just the voice, man. Okay, because yeah. there's like a lot of that that's true. shit. Of, yeah, like, they were pe- just guessing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So while they're in purgatory, <laughs> <laughs> uh, suddenly LL Cool J comes and saves the motherfucking day because he's LL goddamn Cool J, and ladies love him. And then he smiles. Yeah. He gives him that smile, and then Tom Jane goes, yeah. And then they like smile at each other, and they're like, we know what we're doing. Yeah, they're like, we're the only two that are going to survive this yeah, movie. Yeah, we got this shit. Hey, you, hey, if we survive this and we are the only two that will, you want to hook up maybe? We're going to be best friends. You just want to like like go like for coffee sometimes? Mm, hey, you just want to make out a little before the boat gets here? Um, he I does would ask like that movie. He does ask if they were all that made it, and I was kind of like, oh, did they lose that many people? And I guess like they did lose half their party. Yeah. Yeah, they did. It's They're, not that many people. Party. Like It yeah. was the... They explained early in the movie that, like, half the crew for the full station is going home for, like, the weekend. The weekend. Yeah. Which, I mean, also, like, I feel like that was unnecessary because it's to have them come back in the end to, like, find survivors. Yeah. But 
Also, wouldn't the medevac no. team, like, not have shown back up and they would have been, like, what happened to that helicopter? I mean, yes. You would think that there yeah. would be, like, a, yeah, like, a check-in. But I don't think it's just to have somebody be able to show up at the end to rescue the survivors. Like, oh, from it's a story also to point, explain why there's not as why many there's people. Why there's not that many people, it, because okay. it's a full, like, it's a full facility. So, sure. like, you don't, there's no medical officer. Right. Like, there's yeah. nobody there. Like, there's, you know... A skeleton, it's a skeleton crew. It's yeah. like seven people or whatever. It's okay. barely anybody. I think it's to to be like, oh, it's this is the weekend crew. I Everybody would... will be back during the week who does like all the other. There's no janitors. Like yeah. nobody there's a janitor. Yeah. You know, like I would say it would be weird to cut the nurse, except that's what a lot of Philly public schools have been doing. Oh, yeah. The... No, yeah. School nurses were my favorite. Huh. Yeah. There was the ironic situation where they entered the room and there was a fish tank in there. Oh yeah, the Rennie Harlan shoots them entering. Um, I guess it's uh, Saffron Burroughs like apartment in there yeah um through her fish tank with her little like goldfish in it and i'm sure he was like it's very funny right do you get it because it's it looks as though they're underwater surrounded by fish when in fact that is the very scenario we are dealing with and it's like yep thanks renny uh and i was just like god god damn it (laughs) like it is funny but it's also like god damn it stop it (laughs) stop renny harlan it's so good though it's yeah, it's a good shot. It's and, fun, and that's when uh, and that's when like a uh, handsome actor Tom Jane goes to the mirror and starts putting like uh, what is it? He puts zinc on himself or something. Yeah, because the sharks uh, yeah. will will track like, the blood. Because he's like, yeah, sharks smell blood. But I was thinking for a porno, we could say sharks can smell cum. <laughs> the sharks are hunting all of our old socks. <laughs> he can, they can smell our semen from a mile away. I mean, that would be a good distraction for the the later on thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, quick, old, everybody, old jerk socks. off into some socks. Yeah, we'll use it to distract them. We'll attach it to these fire extinguishers. What an erotic, aquatic adventure we're having, you guys. Oh. Hey, can our porno end with just a raucous version of Splish Splash? I was taking a bath. Like kind of like how like the forty year old version ends. It's just like them dancing. Oh, and oh yeah, oh, big the musical dance Age of Aquarius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Let the sunshine. So <laughs> literally, I was taking a bath. Literally, for years, Hunter and I and other friends of ours have talked about making musical pornos. Yeah, they've been realizing this happened yet. I don't know why. I mean, like. We're not good enough at either. You've yeah. done this whole podcast. I've had a lot of ideas for porn, so yeah. here you start this. I want to start, like, 70s revivalist porn, and I want to call it When Stash Meets Bush. Because <laughs> yeah. I just want, like, a bunch of hairy motherfuckers. It's like getting like, your braces locked oh, together. Dude, I want it, like, I just want, like, lava lamps and just, like, like really like foul men and like really like <laughs> that's like, why I want to bring back to porn really like foul men. <laughs> and like women with like really pointy tits oh boy yeah pointy tits and like bush and then like <laughs> well I can help your production because I do own three lava lamps at yeah. my mom's house and then they like sweat on each other I'm glad like, that uh... you ended that with lava lamps the porn idea that I remember that we had was sound of fucking which was oh, the sound of sound music, music yeah but a pornography. I don't remember the any of the songs. Are with the, the sound, sound of fucking. And the hills are tits. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Sure. Yeah. Or yeah. Or booty. Ladies love cold Germans. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what? That's true. Yeah. Ladies, ladies love, love cool Germans. Germans. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And they should. Yeah. They should not love uncool Germans. Right. And other Nazis. Right. 
Because fuck them. Yes. After, like, the whole thing where they're, like, in the room and there's, like, ha there's a fish tank. Handsome actor Tom Jane goes underwater for some reason, and I don't remember why, but it doesn't matter because he has a run-in. Oh, yeah, him and... dead-ass uh, fucking son Scarf Yeah, Scarf. that yeah. legitimately scared the shit out of me every t- I guess every time I watched it because I didn't remember it happening this time, and then it yeah. happened, and I was like, who the fuck is that? It's a very... It's, a, it's, a, it's not a forgettable part, but it is in a way because it's so quick. Yeah, it just pops up out of nowhere. Oh, it's terrifying. He's just underwater, and then there's, boom, dead stone Scarf Scarf. Yeah, in a way, I mean, like, the... Blood red yeah, well, eyes. It's, it's him oh, and yeah. Rappaport were trying to turn something on, and yes. I missed what the reason was yeah, for. Yeah. yeah, I mean, who cares? But something that to help them get to the something, surface. Something, 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 yeah. sharks. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they were like, oh, yeah. this something, door doesn't something, work, so we have to go to another door. Something, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I mean, honestly, like, in a way, the repetitive nature of, like, the settings, because everything is, like, a wet hallway or a wet lab or a wet, like... <laughs> a lot of the walls are poured concrete. You have yeah, a lot of, like, metal. So, it all yeah, looks it's exactly the same. Repetitive. But so, like, yeah, that kind of, like, that allows those scares like that to be like, oh, I don't know when they're coming because everything looks the same, so I don't remember which thing this is. Yeah. Yeah, well, when it happened, I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, who is that? And I was like, oh, right, it's, it's Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. Yeah. Still strapped to his gurney, but yeah. dead now. And yeah. The, yeah, they give him bloodshot eyes. That's got to be like he might have the worst death in this movie, dude. It's the worst way to mm. die. Cause like, like I'm pretty sure yeah. he just drowned. Like there, yeah, things would have been he faster. Didn't get yeah, by the shark. Yeah, he just got like smashed against a glass. Yeah, he got like fucked up and terrified for like way longer than everybody else, and then just drowned. I think. Yeah, like, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Cause I guess that rebreather doesn't work for super long. It can't. It's not that big. Yeah. It's, it was just because like he was in shock and they were taking him out in that squall. Yeah, I did have a note that Tom Jane surfaces just to scream. Yes. Yeah. Oh, after that, yeah. After yeah. he sees that corpse, he just comes up for air, and it's like about a foot between the surface of the water and the ceiling, and he's just yeah. like, ah! I was like, that's fucked. Yeah. That's yeah. really fucked up. Yeah, wouldn't, yeah. You, wouldn't you have the reaction? You know? But I would, but I also probably would have jetted out of that water and smacked my head on the ceiling like an idiot. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of pipes, and he manages yeah. to miss them. He manages to just surface. No. I would have been like, ah, clang, oh, fuck, ah, oh, God, no, well, I'm in you, pain and terrified. You know why that is? It's because he's handsome actor. Handsome actor Tom James. Yeah. <laughs> the um, bio for this episode will say, like, we talk about the movie Deep Blue Sea from 1999 starring handsome actor Tom Jane, trademark. It's handsome actor Tom Jane. <laughs> we'll make buttons of Tom Jane's face that say, handsome actor Tom Jane, trademark. Around here, LL gets a camera yes. and starts- Is this the omelet? Yeah. He's... Okay, this is my next note. Yeah, I have no notes for this. my next note, too. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he's like, hello, it's, I'm Samuel Clemens. I'm, uh... No, it's not Samuel. It's, <laughs> no. it's Seamus, right? No. Yeah, Seamus O'Doherty. Where'd this go? <laughs> Sherman, Sherman Dudley. Sherman Dudley. <laughs> he's one Sherman. of the Dudley boys. Moving on Sherman up. Dudley. <laughs> to the surface. To a deluxe. deluxe apartment with no sharks. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> life. So I'm on the, I'm on the fandom wiki uh. for... Hell yeah, I didn't even know that existed. That's great. It's got stats, so it's affiliation, Aquatica's crew. (laughs) Enemies, sharks. Sharks. (laughs) Yes! Status, alive. Hell yeah. Species, human. Gender, male. Ethnicity, African. Occupation, cook. Portrayed by LL Cool J. The quote that they used was... You ate my bird. You ate my bird. You ate my bird. Yeah, but there's also like, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
Yeah. It's uh, like ooh. a look at my life for and real lives. There's nothing left because I've been blasted. Oh, that hasn't happened yet. We'll no. get to it. That's also uh, I, Coolio. Yes, they describe. <laughs> I was going to say, I have it in a note. They describe him as the tritagonist of the movie. Tritagonist. Tritagonist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one yeah. of a triumvirate of yeah. protagonists. That's sure. tertiary. Yeah, tertiary. Yeah. I don't consider a uh, fucking British chick uh, one of the heroes Ooh. at all. No, she's not. She's just a main she character. She just sacrifices herself at the end, and she's, then you're like, honestly, oh, wait, like, we haven't got to that yet. Yeah. She doesn't sacrifice herself or anything. <laughs> also, Preach was originally going to be killed, but audiences liked him too much. Oh, yeah, that was an audience note? Good fucking call. Thank God. Yeah. You know, we're getting to the part where I gotta say after... We also liked him too much. So, so LL makes this video where he's like, I gotta say, I've been a good son, father, husband, blah, blah, blah. He's just been the best person ever. And then he's like, what am I gonna leave as my legacy? He also said he loved both the Pope and the bottle... Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, he's like, I'm he's not got well, a backstory. He's yeah. He's a like, I'm, man. Yeah. I'm not perfect, but pulpit, I've tried to the be the pulpit. A... He says the pulpit. Oh. Oh. Yeah. The bottle and the pulpit. He's not, he's not yeah. Catholic. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's got he's got character. Yeah. He's got dimensions. Yeah. yeah. Um, bringing depth. He says, well, "What will be it's my legacy?" It is deep. He says, "What will be my legacy?" Here's how to make a perfect omelet, which takes two eggs, not three. I Some s- people add milk for, for density. Three. This is a mistake. Like, I, yeah. uh, I use three eggs. After LL tells us his omelet recipe is a part that I kept hoping, because I originally did not remember how important Michael Rappaport was in this film. And then suddenly, I'm like really attached to the character of Michael Rappaport. And then suddenly also is a handsome actor, Tom Jane, and they're like growing down and they're like best friends now because they've been closing doors together for a while. <laughs> they've been fighting the ocean. That they did really have creates, a real bro hug at yeah, one point. It really creates a bond when you fight the ocean together. And then suddenly like they're like trying to fight the ocean again. And then I'm hoping like maybe this time I watch it and something will be different. And like, no, just the Tom Rap or Tom Rappaport. Tom Rappaport. <laughs> Your <laughs> ideal man. No. Well, so Michael Rappaport. He's as oh, handsome wait. as Tom they're Jane, trying... but he's as from New York as Michael Rappaport. They're trying they're trying to turn a machine on. And Sexually. they got a hit. Sexually. They got a hit a thing and they got a hit a thing and then they yeah, did it yeah. and they're doing kind of like yeah, underwater. And then you see uh, Tom Jane kind of give this like, oh, fuck, oh, look. no, bad, yeah. <laughs> and then... Yeah. And then a the fucking thing, shark. Yeah, we didn't want it to happen. What else? What else would it be? It's a manta ray this yeah. time. <laughs> so, <laughs> they got dude. a friend. So anyway, so yeah, like Michael Rappaport and handsome actor Tom Jane are like fist bumping. They're like, yeah, brother, we did it. And then, like, they, like, you can really see, like, the connection with them. They're like, man, we've, like, really fought hard. And then up comes a motherfucking shark and eats goddamn Michael Rappaport. Only to, like, come back around again. Another shark that was about to bite Tom, handsome actor Tom Jane, but then somehow misses? So, question mark? But the shark that bites Michael Rappaport, like, jams him, like, headbutts him into the wall, into, like, a circuit box, and he gets electrocuted? Yeah, it's a lot but of But he's death. underwater, as is Tom Jane and the shark. Yeah. So, like, You'd think that how they does would that have work? Everybody yeah. would die. You can't electrocute one person underwater. They are huge junction boxes that we don't really know what they do, because we didn't 
And you can't make the argument that, like, oh, they're in rubber wetsuits, which insulated them, because A, not their heads and hands, and B, then Michael Rapport would be fine because his back was pressed up against this junction box, which is in the wetsuit. Like, it just doesn't make sense, and I think it was added in post-production. Just the fucking... I think just, like, the shark just crushed him against the wall, but audiences were like, I didn't understand how he died. A shark killed him. I mean, like, they they then... how dumb are you? They then make a point to have, like, a real bloody CGN for Michael Rapport. Yeah, there's a lot of CG blood. Yeah, but I mean, like, it chomps the, like, top half off of him, and then, like, his legs are just, like, twitching and kicking. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I have CG Michael Rapport's kicking severed legs. It's, yeah. And it's just after his, like, hero moment, because he's kind of, like, he's kind of describing, like, yeah, and then, like, we could do this. And we'll get, you know, we'll get this thing turned on. That'll let us do this. And we'll get back up to the surface. And then bada bing, bada boom. We'll be back that's to exact, Florida. That's exactly the way Michael Rapport talks to us. He goes bada bing, bada boom. Hey. I have no Forget doubt. about it. I have no doubt that that's the way he talks. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I have then like the, the English bra like takes off her clothes. We find out she is wearing a bra. Yeah. Well, it's because she's, trying to, she's trying to save her research. Yes. So she's like tiptoeing around. She's gonna like go into her room and like we we see her like storing discs and shit. Yeah, and everything in there is thing. flooded up to about desk height. So yeah, she climbs up on a desk. There's a shark in there. It's after her. She can't get out. She won't be able to make it to the door. Whatever, whatever, whatever. She takes off her wetsuit, stands oh, on it. There is a fun um like mis not misdirect, but like a thing where it's like. You know, she's trying to get her research out the thing, and then she, like, looks behind her, and there's a shark, and she's like, ah! And then it's, like, the model of the shark that she had in her room. Oh, yeah. That she was, the... like, fake. Peek-a-boo. Yeah, like, Yeah, it's to show you where the shark on. brain is. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's like, oh, no, nothing. And then there is an actual fucking yeah, shark. Yeah, there's a real shark. Yeah. But, yeah, so she peels her wetsuit off, stands on it on top of her desk, just rips a fucking electrical, like, power line out of the wall. And when the shark swims up and jumps up to bite her, she shoves it in the shark's mouth, That's how electrocutes it, it. It's great. It's dope, man. Like, it's really it's fun. It's real good. She's just, like, standing there with, like, her hands pressed up against the wall, just kind of like, oh, fuck. That's when, the, like, the great line of, like, I never went to class comes in. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then, and that's when they start to, like, be like, oh, we gotta swim up. Sharks like colors, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't, you know... And then they had to, like, they like, distract the sharks. Yeah, they like, like, splashing water and bright colors or whatever. So they, what is it, they tie life vests to um, fire extinguishers. Yeah, because it's, like, red and orange Perfect. and it's going to be, like, shushing around. Yeah, and yeah. the plan is to fill the antechamber with water to equalize the pressure, then blow the door open, and then release those, like, jet pack things to distract the sharks while they swim up to the surface. That's their yeah. plan. And he's all like, you know, you gotta exhale on your way up, otherwise you're gonna pop your lungs like balloons, which I the, don't yeah. believe is it's super 60 accurate. feet. I don't know if that's true for that, but it's maybe. called the yeah. bends. Well, yeah, I don't... Is, at 60 feet, I don't know if that's... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I how don't, deep it has how, to be. I always I thought know. it was really deep. I don't know how also, water works. Yeah. Well, so, like, it's, it's... I don't go that deep, ever. I don't, I don't swim you that don't deep. You don't go to the deep blue sea? I do not go to the deep blue sea. It's that uh, nitrogen is, like pushed into your tissues well, that's the, by your body that's naturally the to equalize the pressure. But that's yeah. the bends. Yeah. But he's not talking about the bends. He's talking about like just air pressure popping your lungs. And I don't, I don't know think if that's... that happens. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think like, it I would know. be the bends would maybe be causing tissue damage. Maybe. We were just talking about like, do, but do you think your lungs would pop at 60 feet? Absolutely 60 feet not. doesn't seem that no. deep to me. 
I thought the ocean's compounding pressure, though, so, like, the deeper you are, yeah, going sure. a few inches lower is, like, a lot worse than maybe. if you're close to the surface and going a few inches. Yeah, maybe you're right. I like, have I no think idea. It just didn't, I don't know, it just doesn't seem I think seem it might be deep. exponential pressure, but, yeah, like, well, yeah, I, I honestly, I have no concept of what 60 feet is. I'm not a diver. Okay. Well, write in if you're a diver or yeah. scientist or... Yeah. Some sort of ocean yeah. monster. Just right the in. lungs popping thing seems like, I don't know. Um, episode yeah. sponsored by uh, 60 Feet of Deep Water. <laughs> <laughs> deep Water sent us a check. Uh, I can't tell for how much because all the ink ran. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is the part where it that doesn't even surprising. matter how deep it is because you got L. Cool J saying, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and then he goes, I'm the baddest motherfucker. Hold on. <clears throat> and I quote, I'm the meanest motherfucker in the valley. And he's he does like the whole thing and he's like gets to the end of this like ve- it's very good. It's a very good speech. He's like, "Can I get an amen?" They're like, "Amen." He's like, "I can't hear you." They're like, "Amen." He's like, "He's like, come on." And they're like, "Amen." And they're like the the room finally and fills they all up. Swim to the surface and they're like, "Woo!" And they're all high-fiving each other and they're all like circle jerking each other like, "Yeah, yeah this is great." No, that's the porno. <laughs> Sorry, that's the porno. That's the scene from our fourth They're just porno. really happy to be alive. They're just stoked. The porno is forthcoming. Yeah. And then they're like all stoked and they're like, Oh yeah. But then Yeah, then the shark comes after LL Cool J. LL motherfucking Cool J. So it just bites his leg, right? Just his leg. Oh yeah. Yeah. LL Cool J, through the power of God, because this whole movie is an allegory to the Bible. <laughs> Believe me, because I'm uh, Jewish, I know the first edition of the Bible. <laughs> I, have a, I have a first edition it's collection. It's the original pressing, and then he clutches onto his pearls, his pearls being his cross, and then he says, "Fuck you, shark!" And he starts stabbing this fucking shark yeah. relentlessly, relentlessly. And it's a lot. I, I forgot how like he's stabbing it a lot, and I was like, "Oh, I, was like, I just thought he stabbed it directly in the eye." Yeah, but so he's just I. like stabbing and no, stabbing and stabbing and stabbing. I mean, and then he hits it if, in the eye. If you were in that position, you wouldn't stop at one eye. No, poke. No, no, but but I just thought he immediately like stabbed it yeah, in the eye. I but he's like, just like oh, blindly stabbing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think he hits the eye. And it's a good shot because it like goes into the eye, which I hate eye stuff, but you know, fuck that shark. Goes into the eye, That's and then he, but then he like slices down the eye, like slices it open. Ooh. I was like, Ooh. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's real grizzly. Uh, it's then, not that gory, but it's we think about it, it's grizzly. And then and then you see a little pool of blood. Yeah, surrounding the shark blood. fucking swims away, and Tom Jane's like, I guess I'll go back in for a <laughs> cool J. He's like, No, I'll go save you handsomely. Handsomely, as handsome as reach out to my handsomeness, LL. <laughs> Grab onto my handsome hand. <laughs> Let us join our handsomeness together. With, through our combined handsomeness, we will stop the, these sharks. Uh, Saffron Burrow's like, I guess I have to die now. Because yeah. I'm not handsome at all. And I'm also <laughs> barely a character. Yeah, she's like, I'm the one who fucked everything up. Because they're like... Really more of a plot point I am, yeah. really. Because they're like, we have to kill the shark. But then they're like, how do we kill it? And then Tom Jane's like... I got this. Har- oh, yeah. He's about to harpoon him. He fucking yeah. MacGyver's well, this. It's so, a whole bunch of uh, the flares, the emergency flares, and he takes all the gunpowder out, puts it into the end of his poon gun. Poon gun. Uh, and, his, yeah. the, and the idea is he'll attach an, uh, like a, a metal cable to the back end of it, touch it to a battery, the electrical charge will travel through the wire, hit the, you know, the, 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 the gunpowder, and explode the shark once they've pooned it. I'm also not entirely sure that that would work that way. Pretty also, sure Tom Jane maybe. said it. Tom Jane told me it was legit. <laughs> Tom Jane said it's fine. And Tom he's so Jane, handsome. Tom so, Jane so says it's yeah. legit. We believe um, 
I mean, also this. Hi, is... I'm Tom Jane. You have my handsomeness seal of approval. This is legit. Hey, this... I'm Hello, Cool J, and I gotta say, <laughs> I'm licking my lips and answering questions. My uh, handsomeness <laughs> exceeds certain levels of the deepest, the bluest of seas. <laughs> That's true. It's not. You're not wrong. No, there. There's just like. There's like. You know, like that's why Michael Rappaport was in the film. It was like let's balance this out. I like. Yeah, I like the idea that while they were like on set, uh, Rennie Harlan was like, maybe we'll rewrite some of the ending. I'm trying to figure. I want to have. I want to see how many people survive. Maybe just the two most handsome people. And like Michael Rapport was like, oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> or he's like, oh cool. Yeah, he's like, oh and nah. Then, he's like he's like, nah, I'm a solid three. I'm a solid third. And then Tom Jane and Michael or and then LL look over and I'm like, Are you serious right now, Michael Rapport? And they're like, Yeah. And then they fist bumped. <laughs> and then uh Oh yeah, yeah Tom Jane's gonna uh, dynamite poon him. Yeah. And and, uh, and here is one uh what is an eight hundred pound Mako or 8,000 pound Mako think about. Yeah, they realize know. that this is the big reveal and it never really lands. It's a cool idea but like it just never really lands. That the sharks have been hurting the humans throughout the throughout the facility to flood certain areas to get the facility to sink so that now what's keeping the sharks in the you know area contained isn't this titanium fencing that they couldn't get through it's just regular fence because yeah, it was originally above sea yeah, level it's regular steel yeah so they can Damn, they can push through that are, are right yeah they're smart sharks and uh he's like oh shit now i gotta really fucking blow them up there's a shark trying to escape yeah it's trying to like nose its way out yeah like head you know its way out. yeah i think it's the only surviving one yeah. Because I think we, like, fucked up all the other sharks. Yeah. So he goes after that, right? He yeah. tries to harpoon the one that's trying to headbutt its way through the fence, but it is too far out, oh. and he's not going to be able to reach. So then Saf- Saffron Burrows decides to sacrifice herself, so she cuts her hand and drips yeah, in the water. Yeah, in, and she says, come, yeah, come to mommy. Yeah, <laughs> she has a whole fucking thing of, like, you know... They might be very smart, but they're still just animals. animals yeah, they'll, and, they'll respond to blood in the water. That's yeah, idea, she puts yeah. blood in the water and she dies in the water and stuff. And, you know, she's trying to then climb back out of the water, but the uh, rung breaks on. Yeah, again, just poor, poorly constructed. Yeah. and yeah. Later on, though, like like two minutes after this, Oh, Tom, Tom Jane, Jane just like he climbs it like a rock, like a, yeah. a rock wall. Yeah, like, like he yeah. just like, like he's, he's like, oh, these are handholds, no big deal. And I <laughs> yeah. was like, you fucked up, Saffron Burrows, just yeah. climb. Yeah, yeah. She's she is not a Laura Croft. He is Laura Croft. He is a Laura Croft. Um, as an expert uh, on Laura Croft, gender swap Laura Croft, please. Um, <laughs> as an expert on Laura Croft, I'm going to have to actually agree with this. Dude, Absolutely. Can you imagine him in the shorts? Um, I. <laughs> Ooh, my friend, do you. Ooh, do you little want me? little little blue. Uh, little like, blue tech top. Yeah, yeah. Little, little blue C. <laughs> <laughs> little blue C. <laughs> oh, ooh, God, it's S E. Oh, that's what it is. That's it's what the fucking C-E-S-E. avalanche one is called. The avalanche one is called steep blue C. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I got cool. There. All right. <laughs> So yeah, ladies, <laughs> it might take me a while, but I'll get you there. Um, so, so yeah, handsome actor Tom Jane climbs up this wall. Yeah. Um, no, no, well, yeah. So Susan gets got. Um, yeah, she gets straight up eaten. Oh, she gets eaten. Who like gives a shit? Because she's not a character. Yeah. A, a if she was a character, her character would suck, and you would want her to die the whole time. But she's yeah. barely a character. Um, she's not really developed at all. So Tom Jane jumps into the water to try and save her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like it's a Boy Scout. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the shark starts going after him, and he, but does, he does his shark wrangle. He does the same thing. move that we saw him do with the tiger shark at the very beginning. Yeah. Which is to kind of like flip over the nose and then hang on to the fit. Is that the dorsal fin dorsal on the fin, back? Yeah. yeah. God, he's good. Hangs on to the dorsal yeah. fin like it's a fucking dolphin, and he's going for a ride. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he starts yelling to a uh, preacher, like you know, to harpoon the fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, poon it. Yeah. Poon the bitch. Um, so he finally gets the harpoon yeah. and LL does cool get J, the shark. LL Cool J has like a hero moment of like pulling himself up, like grabbing the harpoon gun. He's, he's all bloody and fucked yeah. up. Yeah, like it's Oh great. yeah, his legs fucked. Like, he, yeah. Yeah, it's all, his legs all bandaged up. He's like, yeah. And he fires. It goes through the dorsal fin and anchors into Tom Jane's fucking thigh and anchors him to the and there fish. Is a, and there is a joke where it goes, 45 feet of shark and you managed to... Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, 45 feet of shark, you managed to hit me. <laughs> yeah, man. That's great. Yeah. That shark is too big. Um, yeah, so... But yeah... Uh, 45? Is that actually what he says? I can't remember. Yeah, I think that sounds right. I thought that... he said 45. What he might have said 20, 25. He well, twenty six was the. He might have said twenty five though. All right. He might have been yeah. rounding. Yeah. He, he might have not been going for he specificity. Five, he said a five number, and I'm pretty sure it's forty five. Right. But who knows? Yeah, who right. knows? But uh, so he's he, you know Tom Jane is yelling to LL Cool J like just do it, just blow it up, like fuck it, we can't let the shark get out. Yeah. And the shark is zooming full speed towards the like hole that it had dented in the fencing. Yeah. And Tom Jane's like trying to pull his leg up, but he can't, and fucking whatever. And yeah. LL Cool J is like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. He's my friend. We're both really handsome. I don't want to kill another handsome man because then there's an uh, there's an opening in the club, and then we have to do the fucking we have to do the whole like vetting process, and it's a whole big thing. And so then he like does it just as the shark collides with the fence, which kind of just like scrapes Tom Jane off. Yeah, it dislodges him. Yeah. Um, so the shark swims like you know whatever three or four shark lengths out, and then explodes, and it. Is oh my God. a blood geyser. Ooh, it is an yeah. epic explosion. It's great. Yeah, that. we're talking like nearly atomized. <laughs> yeah, it's liquid shark. And so Al <laughs> gets a line of like, "Bring me some sushi." Which well, like he it's thinks like, he thinks Tom Jane's dead because he think he's, well, thinks he's thinks he's on the shark. And then he sees Tom, Tom Jane surface. Yeah, and then he sees him surface, and he's like. He's like, hey! Uh, his name's Carter. We never mentioned this. Tom, yeah. handsome actor Tom James' name is Carter. His he's like, Carter! We ignored a lot of the names it in this. It doesn't matter. Like, it's just, you, know, <laughs> you know who we're talking about because we're talking about the actor. Yeah. Uh, or their hair color. Uh, <laughs> but he's like, Carter, bring me some sushi. He's like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm bleeding out here. <laughs> that funny joke you got, man. You That's got, great. I mean, we're both going to die out here. <laughs> I mean, not to mention, though, that, like, where are you going to find a big piece? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, that thing looked like it got atomized. But oh, like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe there's a hunk. That, that thing was like a fucking ocean blood mist. Oh, yeah. It's just fucking liquid shark. But I think, I think most... fucking ocean spray. Ocean blood yeah. mist, by the way. It's a pretty good fucking band name. Yeah. If, or, you're like a, mean, if you're like a surf goth band... Or, a nice, or a nice cocktail, really. Wait, or if you're, a cocktail, yeah. If you're a surf goth band, we would like to know what your music sounds like. Oh, surf like. goth um, Actually, let me talk to you me. about that, because I am... You know one. Yeah, the Growlers uh-huh. are a beach goth band, and yeah. I'm friends with them, and I could... Tell you all about those I'm, motherfuckers. I'm very uh, if curious. If they happen to need a new song title, Ocean Blood Mist. Okay, so Brooksy, listen to me. <laughs> Ocean Blood Mist. Um, I think it'll work uh, for whatever, whenever you release a new album, even though you released a new album just like a few months ago. You guys are pretty <laughs> prolific. Ocean Blood Mist. There you go. 
you can have it. Yeah. Five percent off the top. <laughs> Ooh, friend. Uh, yeah, friend. Friends yeah, and family discount. Yeah, friend discount. That's right. Friend prices sponsored nice. by the Growlers. The Growlers. Uh, that's a good. That's a sponsorship I'll take. Absolutely. Yes. The Growlers. Hell yeah. Yeah. They're no longer on Cult Records. They're independent. I can tell you all about it. <laughs> Love you, boys. <laughs> Hi, Growler. Oh, and then we're growing out on the dock. Yeah, there's oh, like yeah. there's like a piece of the the building that hasn't sunk yet, but is sinking. And yeah. Tom Jane's like sitting on the edge of it with his feet in the water, and LL Cool J's like, "So we're sinking, right, Carter?" And he's like, "Yeah." Uh-huh. And he's like, "You sure there are only three sharks?" He's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Are you but like sure though?" Moment of tension. Yeah, and then he's like looks at him and then he pulls his legs out of the water. He's like, "Yeah, that's what I'm talking about." <laughs> and then. And then a fuck the party boat pulls up with all the fucking weekend people who are like. Hey, are, are we out of the job? Boat. Yeah, they're like, it's the shift change. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. There's the shift change. Oh, but the final lines of the movie were Tom, J- handsome actor Tom Jane saying, uh, I quit this job. And then LL Cool J going, take me back to the ghetto. And then deepest blue is my hands like a shark deepest blue is my hands like a shark's fin yeah man it's song fucking is, song is great and exceptional then your favorite line in that my please. favorite line is he says uh he, he the line is the ocean is haunted which is like such a fuck like i don't remember all the lyrics whatever i think it's in the third verse the ocean is haunted is such a fucking wild and good idea <laughs> he definitely wrote the song like, yes. before he watched the movie Oh yeah, it's just about water. Like yeah, he just was like he just was on the Wikipedia for oceans. <laughs> <laughs> like the second verse is mostly things you'll find underwater. He's like fish, the glow in the dark, the, the Titanic's hull. Also, maybe like some sand or whatever. Like it's just like things you'll find. Salt, water. sand, starfish. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you yeah. keep going down the Earth's core, probably. So we like, were and we were discussing what are other movies that like had like really good like theme songs to them that matched with the title. So we have you know Men in Black, we have Wild Wild West, but then it was like wait a second, these are all Will Smith films. Yeah, the Bonds, the Bonds. I mean, the there's Bond a lot films. of there's, there's a good and bad in there. Oh, and it's like you know, but like I I couldn't think of a better one than Deepest Blue is my hands like sharks. Then I don't know. That's probably the best one that I can think of. LL meant it. And, uh, you know, long live Def Jam. <laughs> True. What, you got something? Oh, I looked around to find him saying the ocean is haunted. Yeah. Oh, you I got found, the whole line? I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> His water's a waste level, the hallway's flooded, lost your scuba gear, the killer's cold-blooded, his name's LL, you don't really want it, I ate your ancestors, the ocean is haunted. Hell yeah. Yo, so good. Fucking harsh, bro. He's so good. Yeah, that song's great. The song is, like, legitimately good. It will no doubt be in my head for, like, two days, easily. Do you remember the video for this song? Of oh, that Deepest Lewis? It's yeah, just him, like, getting sprayed by water. Yeah, it's just time. him in, like, uh, a little chamber where they just keep blasting him with water. It and goes, at one goes, point... Deepest Lewis, Deepest yeah, Lewis. And he's, like, yeah, he's real fucking jacked and look, looking good and soaking wet. And at one point, he has a line about, like... How sharks have like jet black eyes and they gave him black contacts so he like oh, turns shit. and looks at the camera like thriller <laughs> it's awesome that's it's so one. good i don't remember that it's so good i have like a, i remember the shit out of that so any final thoughts on the movie like uh, it's like a i don't know how it was overlooked at the oscars <laughs> <laughs> this year, but this year though, like this how year. did how are we not just giving how... Deep Lucy like posthumous Oscars? Yeah, how are they not just like you know what like for a body of achievement, Michael Rapport? Michael Rapport, that's right. 
Accepting the award for Michael Rappaport is Michael Rappaport. He's like, yeah, why would I not do this? Um, I don't know why this like canon is not more celebrated in society as it should be because it's a goddamn gem. It's so. This is such a fun movie. Have you ever felt uh, alive? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> What a crazy question. That's going to be the end of this. Have you ever felt alive? I mean, have you ever felt alive before you saw the film Deep Blue Sea? Because, like, to truly feel that level of adrenaline while watching a film. It is. It, it's a fucking, it's a bunch of tension nightmare scenes, like, one after another. Like, Rennie Harlan and whoever wrote this, like, three screenwriters or something, I, I glanced at, but I don't remember any names. But, like... They get every scenario you could possibly do in this. Yeah, so Hunter's got, like, ocean fears and claustrophobia. I believe uh, Aaliyah was saying you got, no, like, I like, ocean I, fears. I'm, I'm very salt something. life. Uh, I just like okay. my salt life by the shore. Okay, yeah. so you just got specifically shark fears. Deep blue waters yeah. uh, give me a fear. Yeah, and I, 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 I startle easily. I went um, so between the three of us, like there was a bit of oh, like yeah. bipping and bopping over here. Um, I went uh, like scuba, not scuba, yeah, scuba diving in Mexico. Yeah, um, and like was just swimming, looking at fish. It was great. Um, and then swam out over the like shelf, the continental. Like, yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. And, and it, I was like swimming. The drop like, off. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck no! And like immediately turned back. And I was the entire time I was swimming back. It was like I had gone so far. I seemed so much further than... I was just like, I'm never making it back to shore. Something is going to reach up or swim up over this fucking ledge and drag me down, and I will just never, ever, ever see sunlight again. Bro. That's what the ocean is like. The ocean and, and deep space are the exact same thing, in that they are abysses in which, if you just leave me out there, I will run out of oxygen and die after going probably insane. Bro, the ocean Not to is mention so that it fucks with the physics that you're used to innately. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. Don't I don't want to die in either the deep ocean or deep space. Verdicts. Uh yeah. Well, um Is, is this a, a hate, hate watch, watch or a great watch or anything in between? God damn fucking fantastic watch, sir. There you go. Uh it's like the best watch you could ever give yourself. Uh you're thinking that you need a self care day and you have a nice green mask put on your face and you're wearing a donning yourself a nice robe. And, like, vaginally rejuvenating yourself or whatever people do on self-care Sundays. <laughs> is it steaming this month, or is it... Is know. that passe now? Or Crimping? Like, are we know. caffeinating it now? I don't know what Gwyneth Paltrow is doing right now. Oh! Wait! Wasn't there sunning your taint? No, that was, oh, that like, was last yeah. year. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that was, like, a, not Gr- Josh Groban. Who was it that... <laughs> Josh <laughs> Groban! <laughs> Hey everybody, who is, why don't you point your teeth to the sun? <laughs> who is standing your chain? It was some guy that was like really unimportant that like gets compared to Timothy Oliphant, and I'm like, um, fuck off. Timothy Oliphant is a like, oh my god, a gorgeous god, and he's like, the best. And yeah, you guys need to like stop comparing him to anyone because he's, mm, oh, he is just so. Anyway, so whenever you're like having yourself a little self care Sunday. Just put on, like, some deep blue sea. Doing yeah. something to your vagina. Yeah. We're not entirely hey, sure what. You can do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, whatever you want. You can we are do- a very pro do whatever you want to your vagina you can, you podcast. You can go deep. Go deep. In yeah. the deep blue sea. That's right. And while your hand you- is like a shark's fin. Exactly. And you, can- <laughs> <laughs> and you can stare at handsome actor Tom Jane and handsome Def Jam artist uh, Hello Cool J. 
Maybe also your type or my report. Yeah. Hey, look. Stealth Skarsgård. If you're Saffron yeah. Burroughs. Look, if you're into Stealth Skarsgård and you're yeah. into Michael Rappaport, you Samuel do what you do. Samuel L. Jackson. That's so. That's my verdict. Is is a fit, not just a great watch, the best watch. Uh, Allison, you. Oh, I think it's a great watch. I've I've watched this movie a few times. I have fun every time. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is a three way. This is a three way great watch. Uh, this is a great three way. This is a great movie. This great movie watch. is so fun. It's 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 really fun. Like it's not as quotable as I'd like. That's why I, that's why I think it never oh, quite yeah booked with audiences. Like I don't. There are other Rennie Harlan movies that are more quotable and better at that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Long, Long Kiss Goodnight, which is on this yeah. box thing, like yeah. three disc set, mm-hmm. is, I believe it's a Rennie Harlan movie. It's also a Samuel L. Jackson movie. Yeah. And it's great. It's very quotable. It's very fun. This is just as fun, but like everybody delivers a lot of expositional dialogue, um, expository dialogue, so that you can just have action scenes. And the action scenes are great and fun. And watching it now in 2020, the CG looks pretty goddamn good still. It's not really bad for being 20, like, one years old or whatever. The same like, can be said for Tom Jane's body. Oh, man, yeah. No, Tom Jane, I don't think, has really aged. Um, yeah, this is a lot of fun. It's way better than just the great Samuel L. Jackson death scene. Which is, I, that's like its most famous thing. A shark ate me! A shark fucking ate me! Yeah, it's great. I mean, it is exceptional. Yeah, this is a great watch. Great watch. Universal great watch. Oh yeah, anything you'd like to plug? So, I'm really uh, cool. It's I don't true. know if you know that. No, I don't have anything to plug right now. But like, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm pretty alright to like, I only like release the finest of quality content, which means that I mostly like release like dogs. And, uh, your, your roommate's dog. My roommate's dog. <laughs> Release the roommate's dog. It's not even my own dog. <laughs> On the Instagram. I don't right. like, I don't have love. I just like borrow it from my roommate's dogs. And then, like, they're great. And, like, so my Instagram name is I hate this stupid fucking drum beat. And, uh, it's spelled just like how it sounds. I mean, we'll probably have you tagged in some oh, yeah. shit. Oh, cool. Cause you know yeah. what? Like, Danny Tamborelli follows me. Pretty cool. Brody Daly follows me. Pretty cool. Uh, like, you know, like, say Adams follows me. Like, some Pretty other, cool. like, cool people follow me. Because... All of whom were on Pete and Pete. <laughs> Coincidentally, <laughs> somehow, all of whom were on Pete and Pete. I have, like, a lot of cool people that follow me, which is cool. Yeah. But that's because I, uh, I'm very social, and I'm also very braggadocious. It's a good word. I wanted to use that word, too. <laughs> I'm gonna be braggadocious about my use of the word braggadocious. Uh, well, you can follow us. <laughs> well, you can write to us with any of the things I've asked for. I don't remember anymore. There's a lot of I think water and science questions. Oh yeah, it does, shark questions. Does it pop your lungs? Pop your and lungs. Shit. How does sponsorships? Me- how do mechanics work? Yeah, all the all the sponsorships, please. How does science? Ted work? Danson, Jesse <gasps> Cam. Oh, oh yes. Ted Danson. <laughs> Write oh, to us, please. please. Yes, please write to the podcast please. at write, hate, watch, great watch. That's W R I T E H W G W at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HWGW Podcast on either of those platforms. Uh, you can find us every other Wednesday. That's every, every other, other Wednesday. Wednesday on Movie John and wherever you get podcasts, I think. Everywhere. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, we're on a bunch of things. We're yeah. on the iTunes. I think we're on a little bit of things now. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. I got to pee and sleep. Bye. (laughs) At the same time.
know this. I don't know this. Was he a Scientologist when he got My Name is Earl? Yes. Is that what Scientology wrought for him? Yes. Okay. Because so like, I get, okay. There's just a lot wanna, of there's just, a lot of Scientologists in the show. You got Jason Lee. You got Ethan Serpley. You got Julia Lewis. You is got Ethan Supley a, uh, Is Ethan Supley a, a Ethan Scientologist? Ethan Serpley is a Scientologist. Yes. It's a religion. Our government has acknowledged it as a religion. I acknowledge it as a religion. It's fine. I think it's silly. Whatever. Whatever. They're gonna shut our podcast down. It's fine. But has but. LL Cool J's God? Accepted as a religion. Man, can you imagine like a hundred years when they're making movies where like a, a supplementary character, a third tier character, like LL Cool J's uh, chef preach in this, is just talking to Xenon or whatever the fuck. Zenu. Zenu. Xenon is an element. I think we had this exact dialogue. This is a thing I'm never gonna remember <laughs> because this is some silly Star Trek garbage, and I can't. I just can't. I I remember too much about actual Star Trek and too much about actual Star Wars to remember anything about Scientology because it's just the same stuff. It's just silly sci-fi gobbledygook and i just i can't i also know about the gobbledygooker and like i can't i can't he's a wrestling uh turkey okay yeah xenon uh, is a member of the noble gases Zenu. is that like a religious organization oh my like god order? i think hello hello worshippers i am xenon these are the noble gases we have come from space we to exercise the alien ghosts and god. save your souls and protect your what are they what is it they hold the sticks to find it it doesn't matter i don't know so oh, i used to know a lot they're of they're getting cycle. rid of your engrams and engrams, engrams. yes you're yeah. right we've gotten come i myself and the other noble gases have ridden into town <laughs> on our motorcycles to exercise your engrams into space.